Sleeps back to media and government. Yeah. <laughs> and disease, because there's really no reason to be afraid of diseases. That is government and local media. They scare the hell out of you with that. Oh, yeah, especially about how you could get sick for... I found this one very interesting. This, um, preying on the predator, a couple set up this sting where they would do phone conversations and internet conversations and lure sex offenders and their valuables, money, etc. If they didn't, they would hand over the internet conversations and, wow. the, and the photographs to the authorities. Good. Why didn't we think of this? This is absolutely a huge moneymaker. Yeah, because you've got them right by the uh, the jubies. Yeah. Dead to rights, essentially. The same as with... Mm -hmm. And they say they got the idea from Datelines uh, to catch a predator. And are they in trouble for this? Yes. They actually are uh, in trouble. I guess... This is a huge deterrent. Aggravated robbery. They're vigilantes. They're basically Batman. Yeah, this is this is the, the largest detergent you can have. You know, because you don't you don't know yeah uh, that? you don't That's know what you use after you go to the kid's house. You yeah. don't know if you're gonna get busted by daylight. <laughs> you don't know if you're gonna get busted by the cops. Yeah. You don't know if you're gonna get robbed. Yeah, there's a bunch of different things that can happen to you. You I, won't be robbed when Batman's around. I couldn't imagine you getting in trouble for robbing sex offenders who showed up to have sex with underage girls. Yeah, you you are kind of the lesser of two evils. Go arrest the uh, guy who's trying to get the kid. Exactly. Uh, and this doesn't seem any different to me than what happened with Dayline. And how'd they get caught? Did someone actually, one of the kid touchers say, hey, I was uh, going to meet a kid to uh, hook up, and this guy robbed me. Yes. Are that, you kidding me? That's it. That, Is that guy in trouble? Of course not. He's the victim. He didn't actually <laughs> do anything, so... They don't either on uh, Dateline. Mm -mm. He was just going over for some cookies. <laughs> They're good. Oh, they are good. Yeah. Take a break. Come back. Hey, Dubs, let me tell you, National Retail uh, Chain is hopping on the MySpace bandwagon. They are ready to make a whole bunch of money off of it. Really? And it's got me thinking. It just, just knowing the company and who it is, it's got me relieving my horrible youth and the knockoffs and the second-tier stuff that my parents would always make me get. I'll tell you who it is next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday, hour one. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody. 407 or star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Before I tell you who's doing the MySpace knockoff dubs, uh, just really quickly, experts' gas prices say uh, could spike to record highs in Florida. Really? I guess. I didn't even realize. I had noticed that they had begun creeping back up again. Mm -hmm. We're only six cents lower than the uh, state's high. Um, But the real big issue, they say, is with everything going on in the Middle East, and if a big hurricane hits, we're talking $4 a gallon. Wow. I can't wait. $4 a gallon <laughs> for gas. I'm so glad I invested in a bicycle. Which I love, by the way. Yeah, you know, uh, most places where I've uh, talked to friends, it's well over $3 for them. Already right now? Yeah. And it's under 3 here. So We're at, we're, um, yeah. the average right now is... What, 285? 293. 293. 
I've been getting it for two eighty five. Where? Over at the shell, over on uh, four thirty four. Oh, I told you about that one, huh? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, hidden away. Nice stuff over there. Talk so, back. check this out. Guess who's decided to hop on the whole Friendster, Facebook, MySpace bandwagon? Fox News. Walmart. <laughs> no, Fox News already has MySpace. Yeah, they own it. Oops. Walmart um, has their quasi-social networking site. Is where, anybody using it? Where it allows teens to, quote-unquote, express their individuality. <laughs> By wearing the same clothes. Yet... It screens all content, tells parents their kids have joined, and forbids users to email one another. You can't email one another? No. What's the point of it? And you call they call their users hubsters. Because I guess it's, hubba, the, hubba. it's the hub. Or hub.com or something like that. Ugh. And this just reminds me of every generic ripoff your parents always force you to get at a place like Walmart. Well, I don't want you to be on MySpace, but there's Hubster. Exactly. I like Hubster. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Have fun. And so I'm thinking, all right, did you, were you ever a slave to the um like the old like when your parents would tell you, "Oh, I'm sorry, we can't get Honey Nut Cheerios." Oh yeah. Well, we can get Krogeros. Yeah, I I was uh, I was a slave to that. My mom always and if we did ever get the good brand it was because it was a dented can or a uh, damaged box, and it was on that shelf. See, I I never went so far as, like, the generic food, but my dad one time, and this scarred me. It absolutely scarred me. He made me, I think we were either at Sam's or something, or maybe a Walmart, and he made me get, because I needed tennis shoes, everyone had the new Nikes. Mm-hmm. Everyone had the Nikes on the basketball team. This is what everyone was getting. I got zebras. <laughs> and I still remember being mocked. Of course. By Harold Wilson and Jeremy Sanchez. Those two sons of bitches. As they were, uh, hey, man, those are cool. What are those? Wow, zebras. Nice. <laughs> and you could, you know the whole time they're mocking you out and you're just pissed, but you can't say a word. I'm just like. Because you know you'd be mocking yourself. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's zebras. Thanks. And that's what I got left with, the second-hand zebras. Bong slot Matt in the 407. Yeah, speaking of shoes, back when I was a kid, my parents used to buy me those knockoff Converse. They only come in, like, one color, black. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're basically canvas shoes, just oh, really yeah. cheap. Yeah, that's so bad after, like, three weeks, the bottom separates, so it slaps down the hall <laughs> when you walk. Everybody I, knows it. I do remember whenever anybody would have that loose uh, sole, and it would just be slapping against the ground. What did they call those at your school, uh, Bonk Swat? They used to yell out, ah, your mama got you some Bobos. Yeah, Bobos. I think yeah. I remember that name for it. Hey, thank you, man. Bobos? Because almost kind of like, like clown. Every time, like, you know, uh, kind of clown-esque shoes. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, you're walking down. Oh, that was the worst. And the zebras did that. Where the, the soles came off, and you're just flip-flopping down the freaking uh, hall. You know, if you're a parent, you don't have to get your kid the best thing. But at least get them something decent so it doesn't fall apart on them. Kids do wear and tear on those shoes. Those shoes... Uh... But, see, that's the reason why they don't. Because they are like, why am I going to invest $120 in some shoes? I'm not saying $120, but 70 why wouldn't you get zebras for 20? 
and then have uh, and then have your kid be mocked. I had pro wings for a while. Ooh. You know what pro wings came in? Hmm. White and Velcro. That is it. <laughs> Ooh, I forgot about pro wings. <laughs> Ouch, yeah, that kind of hurts. Uh, I was uh, a slave to the uh, the um, Wrangler jeans. Yeah, well, for me it was Husky. Nice, could, tight Wrangler jeans. That's why, I'm not lying to you, when I finally was able to get name brand, mm-hmm. Jabot, I had, I'm not kidding you, 15 pair. All different colors. <laughs> I had red Jabots. Don't know why. Walked around like a clown, like... Oh, no. I'm sure it went pretty with your silk shirt. Well, Keenan and I have been <laughs> Keenan Ivory Wayans wore it the night yeah. before and in living color, so I thought, hey, this would look good on me. But they were jeans, so they were cool. Yeah, exactly. Jean shorts. Mac Daddy in the 407. Hey, what's up, guys? I just had to comment, man. Uh, my parents didn't have a lot of money. I lived around the D.C. area, and uh, I know shoes were a big thing in high school. And I would work all summer long just to save up money to buy myself a pair of shoes every summer so i did not have to wear some skips to school every every Uh, year you know and that's a very good point because when you could start doing odd jobs like going around mowing lawns even babysitting occasionally you're right you would absolutely hustle to make money so you wouldn't like look like some schmuck come the next school year yeah i mean my my mom would uh would make my clothes and shit Oh, uh, I had to dump you there, but yeah. uh, we had to dump oh, out I, can't, of them. I can't imagine my mom making my clothes though. I think That's I would. Said, yeah. I think I would uh, put my foot down there and say, "I'm not going to school if I'm wearing some kind of knit shirt that you put together for me." But my mom did used to do this. She would get like a very generic, uh, uh, like uh, jean jackets and stuff, and she would pretty punch it. And pretty punch is a little thing she used to do where she'd have like a piece of fabric and she would go through and it was a little machine and it would make like these puffy things of whatever stencil she had. So I'd have on yours. uh, Yes, not your sister's, but yours. Nope, I had a uh, a a jacket that had a pretty punch dinosaur on the back. How old were you? How old were you? Please tell me it was the ninth grade. You were a freshman. I was twelve. I was in seventh grade. Dazzle oh, yourself? You, yeah, you weren't uh, coming into your own then at that point. I was beat. I was smacked across the back of the head every day. Hey, nice dinosaur douchebag. How long did you wear it? It's a stegosaurus. I wore it for a, a, a good year. <laughs> it was the only jacket I had. That's... I would go cold. I would go cold. Yeah. I would die it, in the winter. It was either that or my real cheap um, kind of, uh, I can't even remember what kind of jacket it was. But it had Joe Cool on the back. Did it have fringe too? <laughs> oh my goodness! Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Just talk of those knockoffs. Because see, that was the thing too. Like I resent my little brothers now because they've got iPods. You know, they've always got the newest Nikes and newest mm. baseball bats, and even the newest like baseball equipment. One year for for Christmas. I had to, I wanted baseball gear, you know, catcher's gear. So I had to, everything for Christmas was catcher's gear. Now my my little brothers get it just because, oh. you know. And here's the other thing, too. When I was growing up with my dad, um, school shopping, everything mm-hmm. was done at Target. Now, oh, a Target, oh, I didn't get school shopping. Target is better than Walmart, but I would never set foot into a mall like a Dillard's or anything like that. wasn't even on the uh, radar as far mm-hmm. as going uh, shopping. 
Again, just all the knockoff stuff. My mom would uh, just occasionally buy me stuff throughout the year without me there, so I had no say in the matter. And she'd bring me at, uh, home some very, uh, very kind of rough black uh, uh, Wrangler jeans and a Texas tie. You know, a wear the wear, yeah, wear this to uh, wear this to the next dance. No oh. wonder I never got laid. Exactly. But they don't know. They don't care. They don't realize you. They love you. They're like, oh, what's the worst that could happen in school? Just being scarred for life, becoming a materialistic bastard because. You know, what your parents pulled. Time in the 407. What's up? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, buddy. Yo. Uh, basically, you know, Hefe, you, you dropped on something that just made me reminisce from back in the day. I was in the uh, fourth grade. You, you mentioned how your, you had that pair of shoes that was came in white and, and uh, Velcro? Velcro only. Yeah. yeah. That was dumb. The funny thing is, I was in the fourth grade, basically. My mom got me a pair of shoes that had one huge Velcro strap <laughs> that went over the top. <laughs> Walking to school the first day of school, my teacher, swear to God, he asked me, are those corrective shoes? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, awful. Hey, they thought you were a retard. <laughs> here, and, and, you know, honestly, here's the thing about that. Because I know what he's talking about, because I had some blue ones like that mm -hmm. when I was in the second grade. And it's it's one big flap that's kind of divided into two in little the, things, yeah, but like it's connected. Yeah, there's like a little open square in the middle of it Let that me kind you. of uh, separates it. But. I remember when we were on the air in Washington, D.C., and I go, I tell you what, <laughs> nothing to me is sadder than a person that has Velcro shoes. And uh, uh, one uh, of our producers at the time, Johnny Punani, who was kind of I, a no, short... I thought it was Oddball. No, it was no, Johnny Punani. Johnny Punani. Johnny Punani right? uh, yeah, kind of a short, fat... Kind of retard-looking guy with a goatee. Kind of fat. <laughs> no, kind of retard-looking. He was very fat. Just puts his feet up, and there's two pairs of Velcro shoes sitting on the console. Just stare me in the face when I go, man, you know, I feel bad. I guess kids, it's okay, but, like, nothing makes me sadder than seeing old people with Velcro, because that means they don't have the motor skills to tie their shoes. <laughs> and then seeing, like, you know, fat guys that have Velcro. And then comes this fat producer of ours, slaps his feet on the table and says, what? And then, you know, rips them open and rips them. So every time we'd call him into the off, uh, into the studio, we'd just hit the Velcro sound effect. I forgot we had... That's why I wanted to go to my instant replay. That's where I'm like, I'm looking for it. I'm like, why don't we have it? Oh, wait. That's right. Four years ago. <laughs> Derek Sorry. in the 321. Good, Derek. Hello? Yeah, you're up, buddy. Yeah, what I'm calling about is like back in the days, it was these old shoes with, that are like Adidas. They had four straps. They called them XJ900. <laughs> my parents used to get them for me for, for Payless. I do remember, like, they had the, the, the Adidas would have the three stripes, this would have the four, yeah. and you'd sit there, you'd look around at your friends and count the stripes to make sure they had the right one. That's what Sol, uh, Sola Cognito just said. He said, the XJ900's crying. You're bringing back some sad memories. <laughs> what black markers are made for. It's the hardest. last strike. Real Radio 104.1. And I... You know what my mom used to do? Like, uh, and let me talk about lunches real quick. You know, because everybody would have, like, the... the uh, like the snack, the snack packs, and like these different kinds of things. To make my lunch fun, my mom would give me a banana and draw a face on it. That's how my lunch she was fun. She loved you, though. You could obviously tell, obviously tell that she loved you. Not enough. Not enough to make any kind of money for me. Do you think? You talk. You think about it too. Where your parents would only give you enough for the hot lunch, mm -hmm. and how much you never wanted to go through the hot lunch line at school. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. It took like basically the whole lunch hour. And especially nowadays, where they actually got name brands in school, mm -hmm. there's no way you're going through getting a hot lunch with the uh, 
chicken nuggets and mashed potatoes and corn. No, they got they have uh, Taco Bells right in the uh, schools now. Mm-hmm. Lori in the 407. Why don't we have one in the studio? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. Um, y- you guys are talking about your parents having no money. My parents actually, by the time I was born, had money. But because they were poor... They, when they were growing up, they would never get me the stuff that the other kids had, so I was constantly being teased at, at school. And whenever I would say anything, they would tell me about how in Cuba they never had shoes. And, oh, you aren't and then, in Cuba anymore. You aren't driving cars from the 50s. Exactly, and that's what you tell them. You're like, hey, you worked so hard so that I wouldn't have to go through the crap you went through. No, so you know what my parents would say? You need to go to church and you need to ask for forgiveness because oh. it's what's in your heart. Oh, uh, yes, I'm Jesus sorry. ain't buying me sneakers. It's that's great. what I tell them. All right, Evil Eye says, I always wanted Coca-Cola, but I got RC instead. <laughs> Royal Crown? Yeah. Although, which I liked, by the way. I hated RC It Cola. seemed like it was the perfect blend between Coca-Cola and Pepsi. No, it, it had like a hollow taste to it. Mm, do they still make it? Yeah. I'd like a nice Sam's Choice, too, please, if we could. No, never. Never. Mac Daddy in the 407. Hey, how you doing tonight? Good, hey, buddy. I got a couple of things. One about when I, when I was a kid. Well, while we go, is there is there another uh, Smack Daddy imposter on coming in? No, that guy no, was Mac Daddy. You're Smack Daddy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let me tell you what happened to me when I was a kid. I was raised on a farm, and uh, we didn't have any money. We had, my father had a job, but basically we didn't have no money. But we had plenty to eat, chickens and everything. And the chicken feed used to come in uh, these big 100-pound uh, cloth bags. And these uh, cloth bags had prints on them, sometimes floral. Sometimes. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And my mom, God bless her soul, man, she used to make it, really made some nice shirts. Oh, <laughs> chicken uh, feed bags? Yeah, and we also, she used to make us boxer shorts out of them. Oh, my. All right. Oh, come on. You had to wear scratchy-ass underwear. No, no. Hey, no, this was really good. This wasn't scratchy. This was really a linen-type material. It couldn't have been that great. But here's the well, thing. They, talk, they, they would make actual underwear out of it if it was that you great. Know, and, and as a result of it, hence the name Smack Daddy, when I was a little kid, because there was many fist fights. Oh, I'm sure. Did you, somebody say, cause they yeah, used to chicken drawers. <laughs> yeah. They used to walk past me in the school in the hall. We're not talking about, like, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, and they start clucking like a chicken. Yeah, they look at your ass and say, feed bucket. Yeah, and then I'd fuck them in their mouth. Yeah, and here's the, here's the funny thing, too, 407-916-1041, because everyone in school knew. Yeah. Because if you were from a farm, everybody else was from a farm, so you know your mom is sewing together chi- uh, uh, chicken feed bags to send you to school in. Oh, you want to talk knockoffs? Halloween was the worst for that. Really? Oh, please. Uh, here's an old sheet. You're a ghost oh. this year. See, this is a, this has floral prints. Halloween was the one time I'm, I'm where I got paper. I got you know a good amount of stuff in Halloween. That's my why mom you really would, like it, then. Yeah, huh? I would. Uh, I, my mom would actually spend money on my costume. One time, she'd actually go out and do something. I hate how parents out there. They'll have kids when they aren't prepared to uh, protect them. And how you protect them, you get them stuff that's not going to get their ass kicked. You buy them the stuff. You don't have to go all out. You don't have to spoil them. But get them just enough not to get their ass kicked at school. And here's what's the odd thing, too, is that it only really matters in high school. Middle, Like, the to- toward the latter end what? of middle school and high school. No, high school, uh, the last two years of high school, it doesn't matter at all. 
Sure I don't it think. does. No. Well, uh, you grew up in Fowlerville, Michigan. I was in the city. Middle school was the worst. Middle school was when everybody was the most materialistic, and, and people didn't really uh, put in account like any kind of personality. Nah, I saw the same thing in high school. It, that, it's formulated in middle school, but it got real bad in high school. Dave in the 386. Hey, man. I can't talk to the uh, feedback, man, but uh, <laughs> all I can say is that when I would have some jeans that were like two or three months old and you blow the knees out playing baseball or something like that, mm-hmm. and you broke them in, they're good, comfortable jeans, come home to find that your mom's iron is dark blue jean pants. Oh, yes! You're walking through school looking like a freaking hobo. Yes! You were so right about that. And they, I liked them like that. They were a little torn, but I liked them. All right, here's the thing. This is sad. Uh, as the fat kid, and I'm pretty, about, most of us, except for Tommy, will be able to relate to this. You had your favorite shorts, mm-hmm. and you wore them out at the crotch. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because they rubbed together. <laughs> and, I still have the same problem. And my mom would put in those same, and it, let's say it was. A crotch patch? Yeah. No, it, well, it was the same ones for knees. Mm-hmm. But it'd be. That's, and here's the problem. It was khaki shorts. But it's those big blue patches that they make for denim jeans. And they're rough, and they're rubbing against your inner thigh, and you're basically chafing yourself. You're a grating skin. Now, did your parents ever do this, where they would uh, uh, get you, like, plain shirts and get on, like, the iron-on decals? No, oh. never. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, I went through that phase, too, where my mom would uh, get the iron-on decals. Here's the thing. I always had at least one IZOD shirt for picture day. That way I didn't look like a complete mongrel. <laughs> humiliated in the 407. What's up, humiliated? Hey. Go ahead. When I was 10 years old, I'll remember this for the rest of my life. My mother was a seamstress, and she actually bought one of these patterns for this, like, god-awful dark tan with chocolate brown pockets Gene Autry cowboy shirt with a six-inch collar. <laughs> She actually, she made this thing, puts it on me, sends me to school. It, it was awful. I got my ass kicked like five times that day. I came home, the shirt was shredded. And the next day, she sewed it back together. And no! it oh, that's awful. That's a though. horror movie right there where it, it's finally destroyed. You'll never have to wear it again. And it's magically put back together and it's sitting in your uh, closet. Yeah, it's like Jason. It's Chucky. <laughs> it's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Wrap it up, hour one. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. I'm looking over the board of the calls we have right now. Oh, some of these are horrendous. Uh, and, again, this is all going back to Walmart's knockoff MySpace and us just reliving the, the horror stories. Of the various knockoff stuff that we would have to get when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And maybe even now, still. Just how your parents would dress you and what they'd give you instead of something name brand. Jennifer in the 407. Jennifer, go. Hey, I grew up in New England, and it wasn't bad enough that we had to actually go to a charity ski school. My dad actually, because he was a he was a cop, and but he was also a fine painter to make money. He found old Jews skis, painted them, and then painted our last name on the ski. All right, you know that's the other thing too that the parents would do. Not only would it be knockoff, they they'd absolutely uh, make you go through more of the shame by writing your last name on them. Yeah. 
Make sure you go ahead and put your last name on the back of your white T-shirt for gym class. Your underwear. Hey, hey if uh, someone wants to steal my underwear, I'm not going to try to get it back. Hey, that's mine. Tom in the 407. Although I think a ski knockout charity ski school isn't so bad when you think about it. No. But, but maybe in her given situation, social situation, it is. Tom in the 407. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, I got one. My mom was in love with Elvis, so she would make me, my brother, my mom, and herself and my dad jumpsuits. No. Oh. Homemade Elvis jumpsuits, like velvet and everything? Oh, man, all the way up to the fifth grade, that's what I took my school pictures in. <laughs> Did she make you have the little curly cue? What a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, you know, do the hair and everything too, or what? No, no, I I had the old old crew cut haircut. I have fat little heads, so I didn't have good hair. Oh, oh, you poor thing. That's all. And then you got, and then after you get out of the jumpsuits, here come the huskies. I'm pretty sure his mom should be beaten. Okay, K Mike has an awesome one. What's that? And this reminds me too. We couldn't buy our own jams. We had to make them. Yep. So you go to Walmart and, or Michael's and you get fabric and you oh. made your own jams. Do you remember what jams are? No. Jams are essentially cargo pants, but with that, but they were just regular old fabric. You know, oh, they were, okay. They were longer shorts, but had the stupid design colors on them. And, you know what I mean? And you had to uh, make them yourself. Yeah. So oh. that's what K-Mike said. He goes, when, uh, when I was a kid, my mom went to the fabric store, bought a bunch of light green and blue and red <laughs> fabric straps, scraps, and sewed him four pairs of pants instead of buying any for the year. I remember Jesus. That. And then he goes, probably why I stopped leaving the house. And he's, he's right. That's exactly it. You don't, yeah, you don't want to interact with anybody while wearing that stuff. And you just stuck with what the, the fabric that they got at Walmart or Michaels. Oh. Not happening in the 407. My mom used to always make me wear the tightest shirt. She said, Does she still dress you? (laughs) Yeah, she said, In Puerto Rico, no one has a belly. Now, if you rub my belly, a genie comes out and he makes you breakfast. So here's the thing Not Hefe, the fattest heretic, uh, well, he wouldn't, he's not the fattest, but he wears the tightest shirts. He's a double X guy in a medium shirt. Yeah. Just his stomach screaming to get out of that thing. Steve in the 407. Yeah, this is as recent as, like, um, Four years ago, when I was in high school, and I went shopping with my mom to Walmart, and the only the only shirts that uh, I could afford were uh, the Tasmanian Devil T-shirts. Uh, Any of the Looney Tunes things, uh, you just can't make work out. And like, uh, and for some reason, whatever your mom would get you like a tie or something for like uh, you know your basketball day or picture day, it was always a Looney Tunes one. Let me I, had, I had an space M&M jam. tie. It was terrible. <laughs> and M&M, the actual candies. Now, here's what's interesting, Dubs. Yeah. Do you think if you had to pay more for the different sizes, that people would try to squeeze into smaller? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm it, a medium. It, it, let's say it's a two-buck difference. So do you think, you know, for a double, for a nice shirt, you know what I mean, or, you know, what T-shirt, whatever, let's say 18 bucks. But it's 14 for a small, mm-hmm. 16 medium, and then you progress up. I think Chunks is still living on that plan uh, by the looks of the shirt he's wearing today. Well, Chunks is excited because he's losing a lot of weight. So he's trying to squeeze into the fifth grade clothing? Mm-hmm. He goes, I think I may <laughs> break back out my eight ball shirt that I used to wear from uh, basketball. What eight ball shirt? 
I guess he had some... Why you do a few eight balls, you might lose some weight. He co- He's told a couple of stupid stories during his fat mans. Huh. I don't remember them, though. Yeah, I would have to listen to him to actually retain any of it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a long break. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Charlie in the 321. Oh, Effie, you fat wet. Beat it. <laughs> it's the new kid. The new kid uh, <laughs> got busted. Yeah. Blake in the 561. What's up, man? Yep. Listen, I got two things for you. Uh, actually, I remember... I had the uh, the McGregor's. They were the two-stripe Adidas. Uh, I used to get bit that all the time. We couldn't even afford the extra Sprite. Like that, I, that you didn't even bad, get to go up to the XJ900s. Yeah, I couldn't even afford those, man. But the bad thing is I was living up north, and I had two older brothers. And my mother couldn't, you know, we have money when they were born, I guess. But when it got time for me, they didn't have anything left for me, whatever. So my mother was working in a restaurant. She used to do some order for the restaurant. Do you remember those empty hammer pants? Yeah. I had to wear chef pants all the time. I couldn't <laughs> afford those. Oh, man, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. And those are probably just left over in her bedroom after the chef banged her. <laughs> Here, just throw these on, son. Don't worry, he used the... Uh, all all right. right. Can't do that. Damn it! <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> Stupid government. <laughs> um, oh, I couldn't even imagine hand-me-downs. Hey, I want you to think about this for a second, Dubs. All right. I don't know why, but all this reminiscing. Do you think that people look back on the 90s with the same disdain... And just disgust? And kind of like douche, like, man, that was douchey. Yeah, I can't believe it. What were we thinking? Right. Do you think people now look back at the 90s that way? Because let's what is it, 2006? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's in, well out of the 90s now. So in 96... We looked back at the 80s like, oh, I can't believe we did that. And I'm sure they did in 86, but mm. it probably previous, probably up until the 60s. Like, the 60s still has this thing of, yeah, it was a volatile time, but it was kind of a cool time. Yeah, at least everything, we, we, you know, you're pretty cool. 90s, not so much volatile, but at the same time, I think people kind of look back on them fondly. Uh Think about that. I want to talk about that when we get back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I just don't think it has a... Like, you, like that 70s show. No. I don't think you can make that, that 90s. 90s show. I, I, I can't see it happening. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Kicking off hour two Tuesday night. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 and 888-978-1041. Yeah, so I'm thinking about it, Dubs, and as far as, like, the 90s, because just all this reminiscing we've done in the last 30 minutes or so, mm-hmm. just made me think, like, I don't think people now look back on the 90s shamefully or ashamed. I know I don't. I I, I would be hard-pressed to find someone who does. And I wonder if it's because, well, hey, that's when we came up, and, you know, that was our time, you know, in high school and this, that, and the other. But then even, too, you know, people don't look back fondly. I mean, they look back fondly on the 80s, but they still kind of realize, hey, all right, we look like asses now. Yeah, the we're, styles we're, were stupid. It was pretty douchey. 70s, especially there toward the end, the whole disco era. 60s, not so much. Everybody was kind of uh, into it a little bit. Yeah, and there's a there's a bleed over there in the 70s of coolness, like for the early uh, to mid-70s. And I am convinced, by the way, that... The, this time right now that we're living in, come 2016, people will look back. Yeah, some of the styles and uh, different things. The emo thing. Yeah. Which is essentially the 80s again. When you really come yeah, down to it. Yeah, it's like Right. Yet they don't see that. 
You know, the kids who are doing this on their MySpace, those stupid photos. Donna. What do you got, Donna? Well, I, I think that the reason why you look back fondly on the 90s is because that's kind of like when your heyday was mm -hmm. in your childhood. But I'm a child of the 80s, and it was a much more... A more pure time in the sense there's not a lot of technology. Like, we didn't have a computer to That was the birth of uh, technology, though. Yeah, but I understand what it's she's not, saying, though. I mean, no, you you still had your record players and your, your tape decks and yeah. your light brights. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah something to be proud of. Now is, is they sit in front of their, their video games. They never go but, outside. But see, see the, 90s, the 90s was a good uh, transition period of that, though, where, you know, the technology was there, but it wasn't, like, in everybody's house and everybody's rooms. So we still had, like, the freedom of not being a slave to those technologies, but we still know, had every, that fun. Everything was kind of, like, bright and shiny and had this, like, Of course, because it was the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, right. That's sparkles for goodness we had clinton it was all great and now here's the thing too. technically i'm a child of the 80s i believe because i was born in 78 my major child rearing days i suppose or whatever when i was growing up were in the 80s like i remember 1985 being a big deal because of back of the future mm. but i guess middle school high school college during the 90s i don't look back fondly at the 80s even as a kid i think I man I maybe it's your because I was born in 1973 and I had a kick-ass childhood. All right, well maybe that's what it is. I I do agree with your heyday and it's it's all about your heyday and where you go with your heyday. But you have to look back at the fashions and uh, you know what was cool back then and kind of think, wow, that wasn't that cool. And I don't know why I thought it was. You're right, though, Dubs. I've always thought this, too. The 90s were a great time to be a teenager. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was great music. I don't know if that was just because of that's the music I listen to and everything, and I, oh, come I love on. it. Grunge was infinitely better than the crap they had in the 80s. Oh, definitely. There were no real defining movements in the 80s. But have you noticed they had this? hair bands. But have yes. you know, did you notice this? You know how the Monster Bells come, came out for like the, the 80s and early 90s? They kind of have like the, uh, the modern rock ballads, the uh, new CD out, kind of just like, uh, what, what, what are some of the songs on there? Uh... Freshman and like you know, just like those. Oh, the Verve pipe. Yeah, but that was all wuss stuff anyway. I know, but every every generation has that hair band type thing, and that was the birth of kind of the boy band era. Was the nineties? So you kind of. That was the end of the nineties, though. Still, it it was mm. it was uh, born. Yeah, it was like mid nineties. Ninety eight. No, I wasn't mid nineties. I, I like would say ninety six. Yeah, this is ninety six or ninety seven. Well, this may yeah. be, but not the boy bands. Boy, band, boy bands and Britney Spears, 98. 99. Yeah. I was in college already. Boys oh. to Men was when I was in high school. I don't know How if can you like freshmen? It's awful. Man, this is hack. I remember I dated Burp some girls who kept listening to Lansing, them. Michigan. Yeah, I know. That's why you like them. <laughs> what is this? How many times do I have to tell you? Burr pipe. This is old man music. <laughs> it is. She was touching oh, I hate these guys. I wish this song was about them committing suicide and then they had followed up doing it. Isn't this just... They basically did that with their career. Yeah, you just like them because they'll always play the 92 on the Edge birthday bash in Lansing. Our PD Welling told them to play the song twice because he wanted people to be into it, open and close with it. Did they? No. They just closed with it. Because I had a left after hearing it the first time. I'm going to throw up. Ugh. Um, 
These guys Although, have 19 wheels. Come on. <laughs> Stop. No one knows about that or cares. 19 wheels were signed for a little bit. Shut up. No one cares. You and your mid-Michigan bands. Uh, um, now, when you think about it, though, there are a couple of things, yes, the 90s weren't perfect. Mm-hmm. You had the um, overalls, hyper colors. We alluded to them earlier. Yeah, we have some guy who wants to argue with us on the 90s. 70s guy in the 407. Go ahead, 70s guy. Oh, yeah. Um, I disagree about the heyday theory because my heyday would have been the 70s, and uh, I just hated it. And all the music from that, oh, okay. I can't stand it. When Nirvana came out, I was 30 years old, and I was thrilled that it was finally good music again. Now, let me All say, right, well, he's I, on our side then. Yeah, 70s, guys. So let me say then, so 90s, do you agree with the thought, though, that 90s people don't look back at it as it was a douchey era as opposed to the 70s and the 80s? I think it was just a better time, well, better music, better everything. All right, uh, being through both of them, uh, what do you think was worse, uh, 70s or the 80s? Uh, 70s. Really? I, everybody says the 70s were way worse than the 80s. Wow. I, I would look back at the 80s and just think, God. Here's what I always think when I think 70s. Greasy. I don't know why, but I just imagine the 70s being late, like just grease, like grease I, from your hair, grease from your chest. I just imagine <laughs> there like this being this oil in this film over this whole de- that whole decade. Hot. I don't know why. It just happens. Just like a seat after Hooch has been sitting in it. No. Oh. It's a nice film. No need. Tom, Tom in 386. Go ahead, Tom. Right, here's uh. another reason. Hold on. Let me give you another. He punched out. Let me give you another reason. 90s. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Rap. Yeah. That's when you had the real emergence of rap. Wasn't that the 80s? Kind of no, NWA? Not the way. Not the way that it really hit hard. Now, it began... In the 80s, but it didn't take hold on a nationwide level. I would think that would be the the, the drawback to the 90s is when it got kind of commercial. No, that's 2000. That's when Jay-Z rolled around again with boy bands at the end Jay-Z of the 90s. Jay-Z came around the 90s. He's hack. He destroyed rap music. And that was in the 90s. It was at the end of the 90s. 99. I'm talk- yeah, I'm talking early 90s, dude. I'm talking early 90s when you had a... When this Big Pimpin' came out. Yeah, 99 or something like that. No, Big Pimpin' was a little bit earlier, I think but... It was 96. No. Oh, no way. Go look it up. You don't have to look it up. That's what we have producers for. You talk to me. Okay. Hey, day in the 90s. Someone please look that up, Chunks, instead of sitting there just with your arms crossed. With Puff Daddy and Mace. Those were the great years, 96, 97. Okay, where you're rest. stupid. Yeah, what? Mace is just as bad as uh, Jay-Z. Just because that was the eighth grade for you doesn't mean that's when it was, it was great. It was sixth grade. Let's talk NWA. Let's talk, you no. know. Something cool. One song I like from them. That's uh, straight out of Compton. Automobile. When did, when did this come out? Can't touch this. This I think this... 89, 90. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. All of a sudden, you seem so anti-90s right now. No, I'm just trying to trying to show you the dark side of the 90s. There was there a is, dark side. There is none. I right, throw out some dark sides of the 90s, and let's see if you can actually... Uh, Alright. I, I can defend it, I think. Hypercolor shirts. Uh, what's the problem with hypercolor shirt? What's the problem with colors? You you, you would understand, you sweaty bastard. Your, uh, your pits would be pink. <laughs> I want to apologize to Bubba, because I steal his fan every day now in this booth. <laughs> I don't know if it's the early diabetes or what, but uh, I'm sweating constantly now doing a radio show. How about the uh, naughty by nature overalls? Those are awesome. I don't know. I don't understand. What the one? The one? The one? Uh, down. You're white. You don't get it. 
Oh, you know one got it. That's why I died. You you were at a terrible AIDS death. You ready for this, bitch? What? Original release date? Big Pimpin'? Mm-hmm. September 12th, 2000. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's me giving you the finger. <laughs> Actually, you aren't. You're giving me the forearm. More of a fist, but whatever. Well, whatever you're into. 407-916-1041, 888 How about... Give me another. Hmm. And keep some of the 90s music rolling. That was yeah. fun. Gave it kind of a good ambiance. A little Pearl Jam. <laughs> Zubas were in the 90s. And the problem? People like to be comfortable. Those of us who lift weights. look like an ass. Those of us who lift weights. Joey Botafuco. Our hideout like documentary filmmaker still wears them. <laughs> that is true. Mathis in the 352. Ladies and gents, it is the pop culture master. How are you doing tonight? What do you, got? What do you got, buddy? All right, let me give you five examples. And by the way, 90s were better than the 80s and 70s, but still, there were some real stinkers in the 90s. Mike? Brian Austin Green's rap album. Okay, but you can't just pull out one guy who was a who was a two bit player on a very good television show. Let, let's go with a style. Does anybody remember cross colors? Where yes, cross colors. Okay, you're white. So and skids. No. Yeah, but everybody was wearing them white. I mean, where do you think the phrase wigger came from? Oh, that was yeah. totally from cross colors. I hate that whole. I hate. First of all, I hate that term. We learned that on Friday night. But secondly, too, it's not our fault that we come up with something cool and you people ruin it. We yeah. You are a Latino. And that's Matt over here can uh, can take uh, responsibility for what the black culture came up with, but not you, Hefe. I'm more of hey. a brother than he. Yeah, what else you got? It's true. Uh, we also got the teen drama, which was, it, it did come out in the 80s, but it was honed in the 90s with Beverly Hills 90210 and Saved by the Bell. I, I'll give you Saved by the Bell. Dawson's uh -huh. I'm willing to let that one fly. That's one. Yeah, there's there's just no excuse for it. And uh, last but not least, there was the whole extreme, the birth of extreme. Yes, uh, extreme. Yeah, and not not just extreme, but extreme without an E in the front. It's just an X stream. Yeah, and well, there's uh, there's X everything. X was, uh, you know, well, extra. You it just called an X. Why would, would you want it just to be passive or normal? Why can't it be extreme? Why do you have to say it's extreme? If it's, just, if it's that extreme, everybody will know just by the the, uh, the product given out. Because if you're riding a bicycle in a half pipe, mm -hmm. you're cool. You're extreme. You're gnarly. Or is that 80s? That's 80s. It's probably 80s. Sam in the 407. Hello. No, not not this. Not, <laughs> this is the extreme I was talking about. Sam, go ahead, Sam. Hey, you guys are totally missing some great releases of the '90s here. Don't forget Dr. Dre, The Chronic. Nine Deuce. Yep. Death Row uh, Records. <laughs> the Jerky Boys. Creeping while you're sleeping. And American Gladiator. All right, see, Dubs. Again. American Gladiators was uh, pretty gay. We all loved it, but it was pretty gay. The girls were hot, though. I remember that being... They were, they were all muscular, just they crazy. Were they were hot with breast implants. I remember it more being 90s. What? I mean, 80s. Really? The American Gladiator. I, I thought that was early 90s. I was watching that I, as a I, kid. I, there was kind of a bleed over there yeah. of uh, 80s stuff. I think it started in 88 or 89. 
What, ended in like 94? Something like that. It was limp, limping towards the end there. Listen. Ew. Because it was a transitional period, yes, there were a few things that we can look back at. Maybe we didn't need. But like the big, chunky cell phones. We were just beginning to really develop the technology. On a side note, look at Coke can in there. <laughs> He's just bobbing. Yeah, man, I was going with it. Francis in the 407. Hey, uh, I was listening to you guys. I listen to you almost every evening. Uh, you guys got a pretty good thing going tonight. Thank you, buddy. But you're a little bit young. I grew up in the 50s. Mm-hmm. That was the best time. Uh, uh, here's the thing. The 50s now, as a minority, I can't imagine it being good. But, I, but <laughs> as a white man, I can imagine it being great. But I, all the water fountains are nice and fresh for us. Uh, but I do understand how we do romanticize the 50s a lot. Got our own lines. And a lot of people look back at the 50s like, hey, it was a good time. 60s again, you know, it was the rebellion. It was volatile, but people kind of look back. Possible seating. Um, but, yeah, 70s and 80s, absolutely, I think, were the worst. Well, I, I can't judge because uh, in the early 60s, I spent three years in Spain and got out of contact with everything. So, right. But I can uh, I can equate to you guys with the uh, old clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother raised three kids. Uh, I can listen to Francis all night. Go ahead. For five bucks a day. And I had a thing with a uh, jacket one time. <laughs> he got, uh, it, was, it wasn't really funny. It made me feel real bad. He picked up a jacket. And, uh, now, uh, what, what, what mine, happened with that, Francis? Well, uh, a friend of mine says, hey, I had a jacket like that once. Oh, yeah? So, uh,. I knew where the yeah, jacket the phone. came from. No, don't hang up on... Ah, oh, you hung up on Francis. I was loving him. Come on! He was one of my favorites no! of all time. You had a point. I want to know about the jacket. Yeah. What are you doing? Thank you, Francis, for the phone call. I'm sorry that Dubs hung up on you. I did not. That was you. I was loving on the Francis. Call back anytime. American, often. American Gladiators was 89 to 97. Wow. It, it lasts till 97? PlayStation born in the 90s. So, again, we have, hey, did the uh, NCAA football come out? Um, I believe today. Oh, son of a bitch. I'm going to have to go pick that up after uh, work. James in the 407. Hey, what's up? Uh, 1993, when Tupac came out with me against the world. See, I'm telling you, man. It, that's but he was killed in the 90s, too. Tupac, N.W.A., Boys to Men. As many things as you guys did create, you killed with your 90s. I like how all of a sudden you've turned anti. Yeah. <laughs> Chad in the 386. Play changes. Hey. Go. Ahead, go. I, you know, 1993 was a great year. You know, it saw the uh, introduction of Wu Tang coming in. You know? The Wu. Once again, Woo. all about Wu Tang. All these bands, dubs. All this culture we got from the 90s. Now Don- we're stuck with Fallout Boy. Don in the 407. Okay, um, just for the 70s guy who cited Nirvana, they actually came out in the 80s. 
and Bleach was released in 1989. Okay. And a, lot of those, I, a lot of that grunge stuff was Seattle in the late 80s. That was it was kind of underground in the 80s, but it was it was embraced in the 90s. Again, it's well, the same yeah, thing. The mass amount of people, but I mean, if you look at lot, like a lot of really good old groups, if, like, if those if those uh, if those bands would have been brought to the forefront in the 80s, it would have been rejected by the people. And it's it the, took the 90s uh, kids to really well, realize. And you it. can say the um, same. Absolutely th- not. I mean, I, I we, oh. we embraced them when they came out. You know, I mean, and you're looking at like otherwise, Bleach would have been a hit album. I'm yeah, Bleach, Bleach. Failed miserably. It's the same thing about the rappers, like at the eight, the, the late '80s, where it just wasn't the time. They were still doing it in Compton and in Brooklyn, but then the '90s rolled yeah, around, the, things changed. The cool people got it, and then the and then all the you know like suburbia white kids. Then they I'll agree. On with, I'll agree with that. Talking I don't think she's self. Well, she is she is right to a point there. It's like all the cool people get this show. Exactly. We're waiting for some underground. To hop on. Yeah. Right. Having the 407. Hey, how's it going? Go. Yeah, I want to say I thought Snick and Are You Afraid of the Dark made the 90s the best. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the, the kids' shows back then were pretty good. Roundhouse. That was a nice sketch show, and Nick. All right, so I think I've pretty much proven my thesis. That people do not look back on the 90s as a douchey decade. People are lining up and saying, uh, giving us some of the bad sides. So we'll get to those. As a whole. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, compared to this decade. Oh, I've got one that'll trump you right away. We're not even going to make it to the end of it now with, uh, this bull running the world. <laughs> Dr. Dre in the 407. What's up? What's up? I'd out. What's up, Dre? Uh, you can't leave out the Limp biscuit out in the 90s. With- oh, oh, exactly. I got you there. Did you say something? I think so. Okay. But, I, but we will. Go- All right, Dr. Dre called in and said, Limp biscuit. Corn. Corn bounces that out, right? No, because Corn's the one that created Limp biscuit. They have a strike against him. But Fred Durst created. Stained. Puddle of mud. Puddle of mud. <laughs> uh, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Damn that Durst. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's hour two in the Hideout, Tuesday night, Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. My thesis that the 90s are not as douchey as the 70s and 80s. We don't look back at them on the, with the same disdain. Which, by the way, that I'm positive this this decade will have that disdain of the what, 80s. What are we going to call these? The, the 2000s? I don't know. That's the whole thing about this, too. It just seems awkward. Mm-hmm. There's, no, There's no easy way of saying it. The O's? Oh, oh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The triple O's. Let's just start that. Back in the triple O's, I mean, it was, it was never that good. That's our thing from now on. Corey in the 407. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. Hey, what's going on, guys? Finish show. How you guys doing tonight? Go ahead, buddy. What do you got? All right, man. The biggest thing to be embraced in the 90s, the Internet. Come on, guys. The dot-com decade. Yeah, the no, 90s. no, you're right. The 90s were... I didn't actually hop on board until this decade. Really? I, I I jumped on pretty hard in 97. Yeah, that's when I did, too. I didn't really get into it until... We had it at our school, which was just a mistake. I would go to my mom's office to use the internet. 99 is when I really... Embra- after I left college. See, I, we had it at our school in like 94, and I'd be on it then. 
but I was never like really that into it. I didn't understand it. I didn't really have any interest in it. But then around '97, I jumped on it pretty good. Um, in fact, yeah, it was once the only the only website. And by the way, I'm a bit saddened by it. The only website I ever checked in, in college, even, was the Lone Mavs fan forum. It was just a, see what people were talking about your Mavericks. It was a web board. And it just went down. Like, they just took it down. I don't know why. I guess oh, the it's guy, completely gone now? The guy was sick of, uh, I don't know where you got to run a message board, but it doesn't seem that difficult. Oh, you've been going to that since, like, uh... Yeah, since you've known me. So, they they finally make it to the finals and lose, and this, now he's just like, screw it. I can't handle it <laughs> Here's anymore. Here's the problem. With any message board, although I am very proud of hideoutheretics.net for not having them. Mm-hmm. The couple that, well, I guess, but we like them. There are a couple of trolls who are just asses to everyone. Yeah, but they, they're good asses. You know, they, they, they get it and they... And they actually listen to the show, so whatever, you know. But there's some people who just argue for the sake of arguing and really screw everything up. Mm-hmm. But, um, hideoutheretics.net, by the way. Yes. Go be somebody there. The fan site message board. Um, but yeah, so now, you know, but that was, I didn't really hop on the internet until, uh, I'd have to say this decade. Yeah, you didn't get really into it. Mm-hmm. Adam in the 321. Hey, guys. Go. I just want to say uh, the 90s was when pretty much movies changed. If you go back and look on it, that was when we got action movies right. If you take a look at movies that came out in the 80s, and you get Mr. T breaking down the door and Chuck <laughs> Norris, you know. You're right. And, you know, it, that was when, like, independent movies became right out there, really big, really good, like uh, like um, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction uh, Reservoir Dogs, uh, there were Clerks. Of, yeah, which, by the way, Clerks 2 looks really good. I've heard it's very funny. It doesn't open, what, for another couple of weeks? No, this weekend. Right? I believe it's this weekend. I think so. I know that we had a little premiere thing last night that we could have gone to, but no, we, no, we have to, to work. On, be on the radio with you guys <laughs> instead of watching Clerks 2. If it's out this weekend, I'm going. According to the intern guy, it is. Manhole? Whatever. Manhole, yeah, when does it I'm come out? I'm obsessed with Clark, so I know for sure it is coming out this Friday. <laughs> Do you want to go see it? Yeah, I'd love to go. <laughs> that was <laughs> strangely <laughs> Annie. Yeah, that was really good. Alright, uh, Manhole. Yeah. Did your girlfriend want to go too? Yeah, with you. <laughs> yes, with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you talking to yourself, or what's going on there? No, you. All right, man, I'd like you to buy two tickets, one for me and one for your girlfriend. And we're going to go watch and the And popcorn too. money. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> you guys in Twizzlers? I'm sorry, it's just a really good impression. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Heretic Rob. Go ahead, Heretic Rob. Heretic Rob, go. Rob, go. Rob is Ralph. Oh, oh hey, Heretic Ralph. What's up, buddy? Oh, Ralph. Sorry, I'm hey, an idiot. How you doing, man? Go ahead, buddy. Um, I'm on my way to bring you guys some pizza and some soda and stuff. I'm right awesome. next to GameStop right now. Do you want me to pick you up some uh, yes. NCAA 07 football? Uh, only if you're buying. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, I don't have the cash on me. But, dude, I do much appreciate that. I Thank uh, you very much. I mean, I could get it right now, and I'll be at basketball on Saturday if you want to bring cash in. Oh, you're killing me. I'm worried about my chick giving me all sorts of crap. To hell with her. You're a man. Play some video games. 
Uh, how, uh, uh, no, no, don't worry about a heretic, Ralph. Come on. Her- heretic Ralph? No. Tell Hefe to be somebody. He's being uh, a man stuck under his woman's... Uh, Dumb. Nether regions <laughs> oh, right now. Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? They're good nether regions. Don't worry about it, Heretic Ralph. We'll see you in a bit, all right? What a wuss. Right, <laughs> see you, buddy. Heretic Ralph came out Heretic Basketball Saturday. Uh, very good guy. And a lot of fun that Heretic Basketball was, too. Doing it again this Saturday. Awesome. Details on uh, hideoutheretics.net. But, yeah, I'd say with the, the, you know, the influx of video games and just all the music dubs, 90s, really, really good. You know, I think the the... What you have to look at and say was the best over music, over anything, was the movies, though. The movies were the best part of the 90s. All right, best 90s movie, what, Pulp Fiction? The Crow. I, well, The Crow wasn't bad either. Uh, I never, you know, I need to rewatch that movie. Uh, I actually, just have Tommy act it out for you. Yeah. He will dress up. I ain't skink. Skink's over there. Skink's dead. That's right. <laughs> was what about Bob in the nineties? I think so. Then it, then okay, it counts. I think that was like nineteen ninety. Yeah. I then think. it fits. And uh, yeah, I, I would have to say probably Pulp Fiction, the best movie of the nineties. Right, people are saying Terminator Two. Terminator Two was really good. I like Terminator Two, and I liked. Uh, I I didn't see Terminator Three though. It looked way too bad. Which one was that one? It's now Clarence. The <laughs> the one with the, the chick, Christina Loken. Oh, yeah. I never saw that. That seemed like a piece of crap. I don't have time for that. What are the... Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood, yep. That was 90s? Menace of Society, yeah. It was like 1990 or 91 or something. I'm on IMDb right now. Which, by the way, I, I suppose... I think we're on. We're officially listed. Are know, we? For yeah. uh, Behind the Bicarious? I guess. And we should also be on there as well for the other movie that we did, Coming Attractions. It was 91 was uh, Boys in the Hood. Nice. Told you. All right, hold on. What about Bob? Having computers while you're on the air is yeah. a blessing, but it's also, too. Yeah, we're just looking, typing. 91. <laughs> just deal with it. Groundhog's Day. 91 was a great year, then. When you stop and think about it. All right, here's what the Oscars should have been. What about Bob and <laughs> Boys in the Hood and Malcolm X? Those should have been the top ones right there. A tie. Yeah, just a three-way what tie. Were, what were the top movies Best that actor, year? Best Actor, Ice Cube, um, Bill Murray, and Denzel. What about Morris Chestnut? He was Ricky. Nah, he's not good enough. Mm. Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Put your gun down, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, uh, yeah. All right, Dubs. Good. I'm feeling good about that. I'm feeling good about the 90s then. I just well, want to make sure that I lived in an era that I'm not ashamed of. Here's someone I want to feel good about and make sure he's doing all right, Hefe. Sir Gary the Prophet. Gary, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Are you still uh, getting better after your heart attack this uh, weekend? Uh, yes, sir. I'm here at the house now. We, we, I just got back at 5.30. just charged me for the hospital. Back already? Get them back already. That's fantastic. They give you good service to help such a nice home. I mean, I mean, hospital. What um? You want to go to the movies? What did they? Yes, what sir. drugs did Show they give home. you? Did they give you any drugs? Just uh, dosine and metal uh, dilatin, and uh, that's all I can think of right now. Oh, all right. Well, very good. Well, I'm glad you're uh, doing well, Sir Gary. Looks willing to. In two more weeks, I'll be back at New Hope Public Baptist Church on West Side Road, we're in the garden, we're going to do blessings, Pastor. 
to the ground and said, if you come to war and the public survived it. Let me tell you something, Sir Gary. You're so good to that church, they should be coming to you. Yeah. Yes, at your home. Do they come and sing Christmas carols to you? Uh, we sang the Christmas carols last, last year. We, we used to have the church on, uh, on uh, Willard and Dillard Street in Willard Garden. Do you miss that church? Yeah, I miss the old location. Yeah, the new one just doesn't have the same feel, does it? Yes, sir. All right. Is, sir. It, Jesus isn't in that house yet. You guys need to bring him there. Christ is the answer. He's coming back soon. That's true. Thank I'm you. ready for Thank him. Thank you. God bless you. All right. Have a good evening. See you later. See you. All right. Chunk's doing a little producing. Really? Found the top-rated movies of the 90s. What were they? This list sucks. Uh, and here's why it sucks, because it's voted on by the people. Number one, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's a great movie. That is a great movie. It's not the best of the 90s. It could be. Nah. Schindler's List, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump was great, but like, just it was one of those like Titanic where after you've watched it, you know, you watch it once, really good. After that, it was Green Miles in the top ten. Mm. I love that movie. All right, the usual I'm suspects. For the dark balls. Yes. <laughs> The Matrix, yes. American History X, yes. Yes. Pulp Fiction, Office Space. Life is Beautiful, I loved, but... What was that? Uh, Roberto Benigni. Oh. That's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe it was cracked the top 20. Reservoir Dogs, 7. Fight Club. Of course. Uh... Oh, Fight Club, yeah. All right. Boys in the Hood, not even in this top 50. White people voted on that list. For real. Word. <laughs> Rudy, Ed Wood. Back to the Future 3 and there's no boys in the hood? <laughs> Back <laughs> to the Future 3's on it? That's ridiculous. What the hell? I just list this crap. Now I hate the 90's, just for the people who voted on Yahoo Movies. Uh, hold on, now when I compare it to the 80s, because I got the 80s. And movie. don't don't forget about Con Air, late 90s. Face Off. Actually, that was uh, 96. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kiss of Death. This uh, past Friday, we celebrated uh, the 10-year anniversary of Cameron Poe being released, and little Casey Poe, her birthday. She turned 20. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, number one. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, two and three. Yeah, I'm looking at these. Oh, you know what? They had pretty good movies in the 80s. Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I love that movie. Singing Sword. Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, actually, as I go through, the 80s movies are probably better than the 90s ones. Except for the few that really, you know, you had Blade Runner. Three Amigos. Oh, that was a hit. That <laughs> <And> a waffle. <laughs> a plethora? What's a plethora? <laughs> That's so good. Goonies. I gotta give it to the 80s as far as movies go. I'll give it to you there. Oh boy. Um, 407 star 1041 in your singular wireless phone. Hey, Dub, speaking of old school things, what was it you found that you wanted to share with us some audio? Oh, well, this is even before our time, but uh, smoking ads from probably the 50s television smoking ads. Uh, what's so great about them? Uh, they're ridiculous. You know, you never see anything like this on TV ever again. There won't be a point where we look back and say, "Hey, uh, you know, the, everybody knew this was bad for us, but we were still promoting it." And it, like, there's "I Love Lucy" commercials for it, where Lucy's getting Ricky Ricardo cigarettes. 
What? And saying, hey, this is how you keep your man happy with the Marlboro. As they ended in divorce a few years later. <laughs> All right, you wanted to play uh, one of these? Yeah. All right, here's Benson and Hedges. Oh, this one's just very odd. All right, here we go. Oh, the disadvantages of the new Benson and Hedges 100s. They're a lot longer than king size. <laughs> and that takes some getting used to. If this is the voice of death, I don't know what is. Benson and Hedges 100s are the new longer filter cigarettes. Three puffs longer, four puffs longer, maybe five puffs longer <laughs> than king size. Once you get the hang of them... That was more of a visual commercial. Uh, like, he, like all these people had longer 100 cigarettes, and they kept on like moving around and accidentally breaking them because they didn't know that they were that long or lighting them in the middle. All right, 407 916 right, you have a few of these. Yeah. The Marlboro is the one with Lucy? Uh, it, it should say I love Lucy next to it. It's, I think oh, it's Philip Morris. Philip Morris, yeah. All right, we'll play these when we get back for you. I want to play one more. Hold All on right. a second. Let's play the, the Kent one. That's only 30 seconds. Great show, Rocky. You really were the best man tonight. In that case, how about a bonus? Like? Like the Cardinal Kent's. Oh, I'll <laughs> top you, Rocky. Here are two Cardinals. One for you, and the other... I know, to give to a friend who smokes another brand. <laughs> so he can see how his taste buds grow clear and alive with Kent. <laughs> Acting or selling, you are the best man. And I've got the best cigarette to help me. Kent with the Micronite filter. You'll feel better about smoking with a taste of Kent. I... You feel better about smoking... All right, that's essentially what's really odd about that one mm-hmm. is the fact that, like, you know what cigarettes do now. So that's like hearing a you know a television commercial for Crystal Meth. Mm-hmm. And here's here are the benefits of Crystal Meth: lose weight, lose teeth, you know that kind of fun stuff. With, with the video with that, was that Rocky Marciano, the boxer they were talking about? No, it was some actor. Oh, because I was thinking, if that's a boxer talking about smoking. That's but kind of I, the last I do have uh, one of, uh, what actor is it? Um, well, uh, I guess we, we'll find out yeah. next. <laughs> and uh, also, I'm going to pull another one up for you, because uh, Ben in the 407 has it. Go ahead, Ben. Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Good. Good. Hey, my dad, I remember my dad telling me about some commercials he used to play, uh, specifically by the Flintstones, and I always called BS on it. No, so I actually downloaded it like a month ago, and it's pretty good. You guys should pull it up. You can, like, YouTube it or Google it. Yeah, I'll find it. I, I know yeah. where to find it. All right, what is it, Doug? It's the Flintstones doing a thing for Winston Cigarettes. Oh, get the out actual, of here. The uh, actual Fred and Barney. All right, we'll do, find that for you next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Hour 1, Hour 2. Yes. I'm telling you, it's just flying by the night. Yeah, every night seems to be going faster. It means we're having fun. Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And going back to the 90s to remember, Stu brings up a good, interesting point. Jurassic Park kind of started a whole new generation of movie making. You know, and kind of snowballed into something really bad, I think. Like yeah, oh, what, but, yeah. I, but when that came out, it was amazing. And I loved that movie. Actually, listening in Manchester, England. Hello there, Stu. Ooh. Big fan of the United worldwide. Uh, Real Radio FM. Um, I, so you you found the Fred and Barney? Yeah, let's go with that one first because it's right up there on the front of your computer. All right, this is these are 
Flintstone. Well, all of these are cigarette ads, but yeah, this, this one's, one's for uh, this is one's for Winston cigarettes done by the Flintstones. Okay. That's the women are working right now. Work hard, don't they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. <laughs> Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter. Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good like a cigarette juice. The Flintstone has been brought to you by Winston, America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette juice. They weren't targeting kids. No, not at all. <laughs> Although the Flintstones was more of a grown-up show. It was kind of like a mid-age there, like uh, probably. I think it wasn't really grown-up, was it? I think it was I think so. No, I mean, I liked it as a kid, but I think that was one of those shows that was... It was a prime, prime time. time. It was prime time. Good, wholesome family uh, watching. Man, I love the Flintstones. I'll that still make, watch Flintstones. That makes me want to your- go... Watch uh, watch an episode. What's your uh, what's your favorite Flintstones episode of all time? Do you have one? All right, Bobo says it sounds like a gay hookup until they say yeah, Winston. Let's go to the back. All right, go behind well, so we I, can't see I, the I, women anymore. On. I want to rewatch it. All right, the beginning it, it does sound very gay. Just think of uh, penis while you're uh, listening to this instead of cigarette. work hard, don't they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. <laughs> Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. Ah, yeah. yeah. Winston is the one built a cigarette. All right. <laughs> I got a better idea. <laughs> Come here, Bonnie. Um... All right, so you got you hear some of these other ones, Dubs. Yeah. All right, here we go. This one is Old Gold. Yeah, Old Gold Cigarettes. These are two cigarette packs tap dancing. Oh, okay. One's a kid. Yes, Old Gold. The cigarette with nearly 200 years of tobacco know-how behind it. Made by tobacco men, not medicine men. Older, milder, tastier. You're the scientist. Gold cigarette. Cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. What a fact I keep saying all the time. If you want a treat instead of a treatment, get a pack or a carton of old gold cigarettes. You'll love them as much as I so, uh, a treat instead of a treatment. Was he basically just saying, um, instead of going to the doctor... To cure any of your ailments. Well, he's trying to say that uh, that uh, the other cigarettes are too scientific. Yeah. 
These are straight up cancer. <laughs> There's no uh, stopping these. Teriton? Is that what this next one is? Uh, uh, Teriton, I believe. Teriton, okay. All right, here's Teriton. Wait a minute! Hold it! Stop! Hold it! Us Teriton smokers would rather fight than switch! What gives Teriton the taste worth fighting for? Us Territon smokers would rather fight than switch. Right, Mom? <laughs> it's just all about penis envy and, hey, I'm tougher than you. And I've never really heard of taste being the big factor with cigarettes. You know, it's just like, hey, come on now. Right, people are saying uh, the commercials are so long back then. No, they're the same. Yeah, those are these are 30 or 60 second commercials. The problem is it's, you know, yesteryear's production. Yeah. Poker Jedi in the 407. Hey, uh, Dubs, do you remember you're mentioning that Benson and Hedges, that Benson and Hedges voice is yeah. like the death? Do you know who that is? Who? It's Burgess Meredith. Is it? Long before the Penguin, long before the Twilight Zone bits that he did. You know, he was doing voiceover work in the late 50s. I had no idea wow. about that, huh? Thank you for the info. It did sound like death, though. Learn a little something. By the way, uh, well, never mind. Well, just because he brought up Twilight Zone for two seconds, mm -hmm. the Nightmare and Dreamscapes thing that's going on in TNT. Yeah. Ripoff? It's essentially. I mean, it's Stephen King stuff. And, you know, I mean, he's, you know, he's great. But it's just that it, all those are Outer Limits, Twilight Zone episodes. Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't know how many times they can bring love, back the gimmick. I love how they run groundbreaking. Uh, no, not really. And maybe if it was the 20s. Yeah. All right, here's Chesterfield, Dubs. We now take you to the palace where the Chesterfield King oh, this is, is a cartoon too. loyal subject. The flat side of your sword, King. Remember what happened last time. Uh, yes. <clears throat> now... Dost thou swear to enjoy the Chesterfield King, the king that has everything? Uh, I, I dost. Good. And uh, I dost appreciate Chesterfield King's big, big length, like, you know? <laughs> These and, have uh, very gay and, undertones. Uh, yeah. Because it's all about how much longer it is and how much how more much, It puffs. tastes great. <laughs> yeah. You can puff it all day. <laughs> Right, and the smoothest taste and uh, the smoothest natural tobacco filter of any king. Because it's packed more smoothly by Accurate. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Yeah, do I? And now, buy this royal carton. Arise, please. I dub thee a true Chesterfield knight. Every time. Well, if you like your pleasure big, smoke for <laughs> real. Smoke Chesterfield, the king that has everything. Please. Here's what they're no, obvious. No, no, no. They're obviously sexual undertones, and the big theme is you are not somebody, but to be somebody, smoke these cigarettes. And just then, Lance Bass was just caught in a uh, cigarette commercial, so Aww. they're thinking he may be. It's a callback from earlier. Mm -hmm. I like penis. You I know, Chesterfields have the girth that a real man want. You know, just <laughs> it's a very girthy cigarette.
Enjoy it. Here's Marlboro. Uh, when we do the commercial, I will introduce you as the famous Juggernaut Jones and offer you a Marlboro. Uh, I got my own Marlboro, Terry. Oh, but no. Let's hear what you're going to say. Uh, it gives me a clean, close shave. No, no, no. Marlboro cigarettes. Look, tell them how much you like Marlboro's new soft pack. Soft pack? Is that Grandpa from the Monsters? I think so. I'm pretty sure that is. Soft pack? You just put it in your pocket. Oh, yeah. Then I will tell them about Marlboro's new improved filter that doesn't disturb the famous Marlboro flavor. Okay. <laughs> now we're on the air. It's it. Go. Okay. So long, Harry. So long, ja No. Play the jingle. Play the jingle. You get a lot to buy with a Marlboro filter, flavor, pack, or box. Now. I, I forgot to light it, Harry. Selling to retards, it sounds like. Cigarettes. Jake the Mechanic in the 407. What's up, boys? Yo, hey, brother. Long time. Uh, going back to the Flintstones. Um, you guys remember the black character from the Flintstones? Uh, I'm not even going to go with that joke. What was it? I'm sure it was some kind of primate joke. I think he actually had a real point. Did he really? I think just from <laughs> overhearing what I heard Manhole talking on the phone, I think it, if it was to him... Why'd was... you hang up on Jake the Mechanic? He's because a I, I know that joke. He's a long-standing heretic. <laughs> He's a long-standing heretic. You at least dump out of the joke. Call back, Jake. Call back. I'll let you say it. Matt wants to know for when he goes home, the family reunion time. <laughs> now, it's usually the one... I thought it was usually one about the Jetsons, not the Flintstones. They, they're both... Uh... What's the joke? I'm not going to say it. All right, turn your mic off and tell him the Matt off the air. Okay. I'll be, I'm here in the signproof booth, and now Dubs is telling the jokes. The Flintstone joke and the um, Jetsons joke. I'll have some watermelon. All right, I see Matt now shaking his head in anger. All right, now I see Matt laughing. <laughs> the Jetsons one I've heard before, the you couple those together. The Flintstones one I didn't like. Of course you didn't. That's why I, I tried to save you from it. How dare you, sir? I forgot Jake again. Yeah, go ahead, Jake. Jake. You know, I much would have preferred to have been dumped. At least Matt could have heard it then. Okay, go ahead. All right, so you guys remember the black guy from the Flintstones, right? No. God, man, those were the good old days. All right, see, now, you're such an awful. All right, and now I feel stupid. Is that the same joke? No, because he said monkeys. What? <laughs> I did not, Jake did. <laughs> you said the monkey, what? Like, that's the joke I heard. No, because they were monkeys. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the joke I heard. Jesus, Doves. What a I racist not, you are. I tried to stop that joke from happening. Whatever, David Duke. I'm time cop here. <laughs> <laughs> nice mullet. Uh... All right, you want, let's wrap, let's round out these commercials. Okay. Here's Winston. Uh, we're already late for a break, aren't we? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got the Winston one, we got the I Love Lucy, and we got the uh, Camel John Wayne ones. Ooh. Then we'll do Tommy's Top 20 list. Next, kicking off Hour 3 in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout. Kicking off Hour 3. Um, 
All right, Chunks, hand me some interesting um, marketing cigarette things. From Truth.com? No. Uh, uh, it's a hideout road radio 104.1. We're playing old uh, commercials. I guess they're TV commercials mm-hmm. for cigarettes, right? Yeah. We're getting into the celebrity ones in a couple minutes. All right, here we go. What brand of cigarette asked that you smoke them for digestion's sake? <laughs> Um, I'll throw that out to Cools. Camel. Ah. In 1923. Ah, here's the Winston, uh, here's the Winston commercial. Catchy. It seems like it would be a fun little game to play when you're in preschool. Yeah. Everybody uh, together. What do Winston's do? Here's Philip Morris. I love Lucy. Uh, I guess this is uh, their commercial together. Mm-hmm. Lucy. Yes, dear. Give me a cigarette, will you, honey? Don't say cigarettes. Say Philip Morris. Oh? Is there any other kind? Not for you, there isn't. <laughs> Nothing but the best for Mr. Ricardo. Thank you. Lucy, you're so good to me. <laughs> you see how easy it is to keep a man happy? Why not give your husband a carton of Philip Morris cigarettes? Smart move. He'll love them for their mildness, their smoothness, and their wonderful good taste. And he'll love you, too, for thinking of them. That's right. Good night, everybody. And don't forget, call for Philip Morris. I hate Lucy. I never thought that was a good show, and maybe I'm just wrong. That was actually at the end of the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think I remember that. Yeah, that was, like, uh, right before the credits. Even wow. still in the reruns? I can't imagine. There's no way you saw them live. For some reason, I remember them being at the end of the show. I don't know. I remember them sitting around and, like, it's in the candy dish and all that stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, I know it was on the show they did that, but I, I kind of remember them sitting around and at the end of the show. Did you know that uh, when you used to go to, to visit the White House, there would be a big dish of cigarettes there? No idea. When you walked in? Yeah. No idea. All right, here's John Wayne. Oh, yeah. Here's John Wayne, America's number one dramatic movie star, on location. As you can see, making a movie can be pretty tough going. But free-swinging He-Man parts are what John Wayne loves to play and what the audience loves to see him in. Okay, cut. When the cameras stop, John Wayne takes time out to enjoy his favorite cigarette, Camel. Let's hear what he thinks about Camels in his own words. Well, after you've been making a lot of strenuous scenes, you like to sit back and enjoy a cool, mild, good-tasting cigarette. And that's just what camels are. Mild and good-tasting, pack after pack. I know, I've been smoking them for 20 years. So why don't you try them yourself? You'll see what I mean. Yes, try them yourself, and you'll discover the secret of camels' extra enjoyment. Smoke only camels for 30 days. From mildness and flavor, camels agree with more people than any other cigarette. I did he die of lung cancer? Uh, I believe it's throat cancer. Oh. Caused by smoking. That's a shame. 
John Wayne, another guy I hated. And after he died, though, the tumor got a uh, promotional deal with them too. So it was it was it worked out well. What brand of cigarette was advertised as just what the doctor ordered? Uh, I'll say Marlboro. L and M. Liggett and Myers. I've never even heard of those. What brand of cigarette had this slogan? Make smoking safe for smokers. Um, that would be uh, Winston's. Bonded. You're right. And finally, what brand? Oh, stomach cancer. John Wayne died of. That's too bad. I wish it was throat. Um, skin would be nice too. <laughs> what brand of cigarette asks you to reach for a blank instead of a sweet? So instead of dessert, have this. I don't know. Uh, we'll go with Benson Hedges. Uh, Lucky Strike. Mm. Right, Bubba says that John Wayne had a lung removed due to cancer. Yeah, half of one. All right, that makes me feel a little bit better. How do you get half a lung removed? Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Kind of tie it off. You think there's anything now? You don't know that. No, they do. They kind of they kind of stitch it down in half. Bungee cord, mainly. Mm. How do you, what do you mean? You don't know. Zip tie. Like they're moving a mattress. <laughs> Ziploc bag. <laughs> they just replace it with that. Is, do you think there are any commercials now or any things that are being advertised now for, like, you know, 50 years from now? Energy drinks? Make you people's heart explode, explode? Yeah. I'm telling you, the caffeine is going to be the new uh, tobacco. Mm. What's that you're drinking? A rock star. Mm. <laughs> what happened to you your could usual... be a rock star, too. What happened to your usual Blue Monster? Ah, uh, they were out. Aw. Decided to get Orange Rock Star. All right, we want to take a break. How about we break early and come back? And I guess it's time for what everyone is beginning to love now, and that's Tommy's Top 20 list. Yes, I turned many people on with my TV show this last week. You sure week. do. I meant turn them on to shows they like. Oh. Like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, which I watched last night and loved. Which one did you uh, end up watching, the underage drinking? I, I, I watched two, two of them, underage drinking and Fight Club. And Dubs called me and goes... Well, that was uncomfortable for me. <laughs> that un- underage drinking one was very uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just the whole high school thing was just so douchey to me. Because you were a kid toucher, that's why. No, because the whole no, thing was just about having sex with high school girls. No, just how uh, how they went right back to their high school like uh, mentality and like and how much it is different from when you're out of high school. It was great. Yeah, it was very funny. I, I, I watched that one last night. So what are we doing? Going to the prom? We got a limo or what? You weren't invited. I can go stag. You're 28. That's the best thing. <laughs> it's such a good show. I loved it when he when uh, one of the guys who's 28 was doing um, uh, shots from uh, the keg, and these two high school guys go, God, that guy's an idiot. What is he like 40? <laughs> oh, you know that's like the worst put down ever. I know. Imagine someone said that like about one of us as I'm we walked sure by. I'm sure they have. Oh, you know what happens. That's what they say down at XL. When I'm walking through the mall and I see a cute girl and I find out she's way too young, I'm sure she's saying, what's that dude, 40? And then you go for the number anyway. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And if not, you tail them home. It's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout, Hour 3. Uh, J-Dubs, it's now time for what has become a favorite here in the Hideout. That is Tommy's Top 20. We do it every Tuesday. You can find the list on uh, RealRadio.fm, I believe under What's New, right? Yeah. So far, uh, last week you did TV shows. Yes. Week before that, movies. And what is today's theme? 
Sports stars. Uh, all right, let's From the, the man open. who hates sports. I love sports. All right, let's hear the open. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And it's now. <laughs> Mo. What? How dare you, J-Dubs. <laughs> Sorry, let me turn my cell phone off. Does it make me gay because I kind of like that? <laughs> yeah. I like the open. I like to... I hear I'd like for you to play the open every five. <laughs> so... At the fives? Yeah. So play the open right before you announce 15, all right? All right, what's number 20 for top sports stars? Uh, you can click on the links, too. They'll, they'll take you to pictures or information about them. I already have someone mad at me for uh, one of the names on there. Number 20. He doesn't look like he's in shape, but boy, is he ever... The American Dreams, Dusty Rhodes, the pro wrestler. How about Sweet Sapphire? Did She's she dead. She wasn't in good she? shape. Yeah, she died years ago. What killed Sweet Sapphire? Probably Sickle a lot. Sickle Cell? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to assume she was black. I don't know yeah. if she was. She wasn't in the best of shape or mm. health. She wasn't. Uh, she was awful, by the way. Number 19, the very lovely Anna Kornikova. Are these all chicks? No. no uh, Dusty Rhodes is a dude. He yeah. had boobs, but he was still a dude. <laughs> if you click on the, the, his name, it'll take you to a picture of him. All right, so we got to go to realradio.fm and click on the name. Actually, yeah, uh, the Anna Kornikova pick is nice, too, by the way. All right, Tommy's top list, greatest athletes. Oh, there's the American dream right there. Dusty Rhodes. Let's look at Anna. I didn't want to look at... Uh... Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's that? Anna Kornikova? Have Whoa! <laughs> damn! I got a real right there. Thought of him. Check that out. Check that picture out before it's uh, taken down. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Hair take right. That is the best. Giant Brian, you want to come look at this? I'm sure Giant Brian. I've got it right up it. over here if you want to. Damn, look at that's. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know why that's like maybe the sexiest picture ever. Is there when crowds around? <laughs> He's trying to look down it like it's 3D. Oh, dude, I did that when I was in, when I was a little kid. I, whenever they were naked, like in the soap operas, I'd always go down and try to peek down the bottom of the television just to see some nip. I'm using my mouth, uh, I mean, not my mouth, but my mouse. As, uh, <laughs> All right. That was a complete slip of the tongue. Uh-huh. You wish. You don't even like that. Right, that's a I great that. picture. And a great pick for best athletes. Whatever. I'm just looking at the picture. She was really good in tennis. Uh, who's next? Uh, number 18, and I'm actually totally completely serious about this. He was a good athlete, and he was an entertainer. Air Bud from the Air <laughs> Bud. Shut up. You. Why? He played basketball. And football. He was great. You know Most what? valuable primate? Is that who you picked for number 18? <laughs> no. You? I hate EJ. No. Bud Bundy? Son of a Jesus. No. Grandmaster B? The goat. <laughs> the Dreyfus? <laughs> All right. The golden retriever that played basketball in the Air Bud movies. The franchise player, as no, I call don't, him. Don't forget about Air Bud 2, the golden receiver. All right, what's number 17? Uh, Will Smith, who was also an entertainer. He was really good in that boxing movie. <laughs> Ali does not make him, uh... He was a great athlete. I Did you see how well he boxed in that? Of course, because it was scripted, he douchebag. 
That was a documentary, though. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was a life story, but he played Muhammad Ali. Who? Right. What the hell? No, that was is, a documentary. Is Sal Washington going to be on here for his role as the no, hurricane? Don't be silly. That's just <laughs> retarded. This Will, was a documentary. Will Clark was in Ali. <laughs> Sorry. Will Smith. All right, who's number 16? Bo Jackson, because Bo knows football and hockey. I, no, baseball. <laughs> he knew baseball. I agreed. He was a great athlete. What? What do you mean? Didn't he play hockey? No. Hmm. Mm. Bo and Jackson. I got some bad information. You shouldn't, uh, you know, be bringing former workers here, Bo Rhodes, <laughs> into yeah. the list. I mean, I know he can party, but I don't know no, if he's no, an athlete. No, he, he was number 20, right? Oh, wait. That's Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, and now enough for number 15. Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And it's now. I like it. <laughs> All right, we're now at 15. Um, whatever his name is, the soccer headbutting guy. You just like him for that one thing. Zuzu? Obviously, he had a well-conditioned neck, strong calves to push off with all that power. He'd have been a great UFC fighter? When they allowed headbutts, yes. He would have been amazing. What are you doing, Matt? I see him reaching. Oh, no, he's writing stuff down. (laughs) Go ahead. Number 14. Everyone will love this one. you got to click on the link. EJ from the U, great okay. athlete. He's uh, swept so many heretic yeah, events. He, he may be. <laughs> he may be He may be the best third stringer of all time. <laughs> the link takes you to Jeremy Shockey's NFL page. <laughs> Close thing to I him. Thought that was his. Hmm. Oh, now he's mad at me. Hmm. hmm. But yes, he's swept all the heretic uh, events and live events and everything. That does not make you a great athlete if you won at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet Live broadcast. He won. He, look, he did golf. He played foosball or whatever. I it like was. your. I like your pick for number fourteen, B.J. Armstrong. That's a no. Good one. <laughs> e. E.J. You know him. You play uh, baseball or whatever with him on Saturdays. I didn't know uh, D.J. from Roseanne <laughs> played <laughs> no. sports. What are you talking about? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. EJ. What's thirteen? Uh, a guy we actually interviewed a long time ago. So we have at number fourteen CJ from Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas. No. All right, thirteen is a uh, guy we interviewed uh, a while back, Dean Carnazes. I'm not exactly sure how we say his name. He's the guy who would run two hundred sixty mile relay races by himself. Didn't he do the Texas Cloverleaf? No. Dean Malenko? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> no, ultramarathonman.com. He runs like hundreds of miles in, by himself. K-Mike wanted to congratulate you on number 14, E.T. from the UFO. <laughs> no. No. That guy's great. I don't even know who that one is. No, it's number 12. Uh, Mirko Filipovic, who's better known in Pride Fighting as Mirko Krokop. He's a, a kickboxer turned mixed martial arts fighter, and he's destroyed. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed a couple jerks there. Anyway, uh, number eleven uh, is uh, someone else who's been to, into the hideout. Chris Canyon, pro wrestler. And professional... Mo. <laughs> I don't know if he's professional. I mean, I don't think he's getting paid for it. Hey, I don't judge. 
Oh, boy, oh, boy. No, not Marco Polo, you son of a bitch. For number 12. God. <laughs> to this again, Tommy's top 20. Best thing ever. Uh, excuse me, we're on the phone there. I got it's it. Tommy, what he likes in a list. I, why, did, why did our boss, Chris Campmeyer, make it in at number 11? No. <laughs> no. No. Pinching, pinching the 440. Hey, I gotta disagree with Tommy on uh, number 19. Anna Nicole Smith's not an athlete. That's true. Yeah. Just a whore. It's a different Anna. Anna Kornikova. She's a tennis player. <clears throat> a very good one. Number 10 is former school teacher turned pro fighter Rich Franklin. I sh you saw his uh, workout when you uh, came over to my house that one time. And I uh, read his book, The Truth of Jokes. What is that? Al Franken. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Lying liars and liars who tell them? No. Yeah. Rich Franklin. Now, I knew you were an SNL fan, but why is Chris Kattan at number 11 on this <laughs> athlete list? No, it was Chris Canyon, the wrestler who's been on the show. Gay uh, guy. Number nine? <laughs> Gay guy. Um, athlete, I think everyone here admires Bobby Fischer. What, the, the guy who played chess? Yeah. He's mm. a, uh, what? It's chess is a uh, sporting event. Mm. Two people duking it out, one winner. Two men enter, one leaves the winner. I'm having uh, a few problems with nine. Uh, the Gordon's Fisherman should not be number nine. No, Fisher. Not I know, like, uh, I know uh, fishing bass is considered a sport. No! No. Fisher is his last name. I understand he's a great heretic, but Bobby Hill shouldn't be number nine. Bobby Hill from the 420. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. Number eight, uh, this Russian guy. He's the Pride Fighting Championship heavyweight uh, heavyweight champion. Fedor Emelianenko. He's uh, just trains in this bare room. And with just weights and just beats the hell out of his, all his uh, training partners. I, I still want to go back to 10. I know that he is a founding father, but Ben Franklin shouldn't you know, be a I don't top understand athlete. how he's an athlete, right? No, yeah. Rich Franklin. Are you looking at the list? Or where, what? The list no, is I'm still looking you. at uh, the Anna Nicole picture. Yeah, about Anna Kornikova! Oh. I hate you. I hate this place. <laughs> here. Uh, number seven... It's Chuck Liddell, light heavyweight champion of the UFC. I thought it was Liddell. Liddell, Liddell, who knows? I've never even heard him say it, so whatever. It's Liddell till I hear otherwise. Chuck the Iceman Liddell. He's the uh, light heavyweight champion. Fecal finger in the 407. Oh, no. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? Hey, I wanted to agree with Tommy. Number 10, Richard Simmons, the guy sweating to the oldies. That no. was a great athlete. I agree. Definitely. Uh, by the way, hold on a second. Stupid intern, if K-Mike calls. I know, my bad. I, I switched lines and forgot to hit hold. All right, well, never mind, I'll just say it then. <clears throat> he goes, number nine, I don't understand why you'd have Carrie Fisher on there. No. Now, why you put number seven on there? Isn't it because he uh, created the total gym? Chuck Norris? No. Chuck Liddell. And no, it's not Chuck Woolery. <laughs> Scott Django. Chuck Woolery's never hey, did a weight in his life. Number seven is a doll. No. A killer doll. <laughs> he is a killer, but he's not a, he's not a doll. Who's number six? Jesus Christ. Uh, another uh, athlete turned actor, but he was a great athlete in his time. Brian Bosworth. Stone Cold Brian Bosworth. Uh, how are these the top athletes he of was, all time? What, was he not a great athlete? 
No. He was good in college. He sucked for Seattle. He's a great caller when he calls in from underneath uh, Happy's bed. It's Brian Peppers. Oh. Hmm. So you're saying number six wasn't a good choice? No. Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And now. I wanted it again before number one, too. Great. <laughs> number five is the welterweight champion of the UFC, Matt Hughes. He just Our, uh, our former GM? No, that was Michael Hughes. I know uh, he makes sports destroying radio stations, but still. <laughs> No, Matt Hughes is uh, a guy who lives out in Iowa, and he just uh, is a former wrestler turned mixed martial artist. K-Mike. What do you got, K-Mike? Yeah, I, uh, I can't believe he actually put Brian Boitano in his top ten. No, uh, I didn't. That is kind of odd. No. No, Brian Bosworth. How? What list are you guys looking now, at? Now, I know he enjoyed sex with uh, possibly tranny hookers, but why Hugh Grant, number five? No, it was Matt Hughes. He lives in Iowa. And how, at number five, how did a uh, crazy germaphobe make it on there? <laughs> Hold on. I just clicked on the link for number four. It's so funny. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I had to jump ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Number four is, uh, I forget his name, it's that black guy. All right, that doesn't count. <laughs> that, Why? That black guy doesn't count. No. It's, it's the black guy who wears, like, he does the crazy stuff, and he has, like, the good moves when he's out playing. All right, here's a funny thing. <laughs> uh, it's, we I, talked, that's how everyone calls him, the black guy. We talked about this the other night. Uh, and Dubs in his all-black camp, and the kid that you can't even see him, because if it weren't for his T-shirt, this guy is so dark. It's just a floating Tupac shirt. That's that's a photo up for that black guy. And he's not a... Although I guess he could be an athlete. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, he's pretty fat. K-Mike wants to know why number five and number four are the same fat, black, unpaid guy. No, this is Matt Albert. <laughs> No, he's... Oh, K-Mike's great. He, I'm sensing a little thing. The past three weeks, I've noticed he likes to take these names and twist them around on me. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, what's... We, we got David in the 407. Oh, no. Tom what? Bosley, number four, the dad from uh, Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom Bosley on the list. No, it's Brian Bosworth at number six. The football player turned actor. Tyler in the 813. Hey, what's uh, going on? I was just wondering why RoboCop was on the list. I didn't know it was no. sports or anything like that. Mirko Krokop. <laughs> <laughs> Mirko Krokop is number 12. He's a K-1 kickboxer turned mixed martial arts fighter. Uh, Mike in the 407. I'm trying to figure out uh, how number six, he's a decent actor, but Brian Denny, he got in there. <laughs> oh, that's true. What does Denny he have to do with anything? I know he played Bobby show. Knight in a... Ah, uh... uh, right. No. What's it... number three? Hold on, K-Mike wants to uh, oh, ask a question. K-Mike. Well, I didn't really want to jump ahead, but number three, I don't think Randy Quaid is an athlete. No, Randy <laughs> the natural couture. He's a 42-year-old former Olympic wrestler turned mixed martial artist, and he was a UFC heavyweight and light heavyweight champion. Randy mm. the natural couture. Incognito on the 407. Christ. Yeah, what's up, fight out? Yo. Hey, I was wondering, um, I thought we were doing... Um, Sports stars. Uh, forgive me, man. Oh, he's playing. I think uh, he's playing now. 
Go ruin someone else's list. That's all right. <laughs> he tried incognito. Try again later. Bipolar Steve. Number five, uh, Amy. All right, sorry, I fucked up. Hey, listen, guys. He's trying. Yeah. Work in progress. It's okay if you're uh, if you're gonna you if know. you're stumbling a little bit, just try to fight through it. Don't yeah. don't drop enough bomb and punch out. Yeah. <laughs> don't let it discourage you though. We're proud of you for taking that step. Very very good. Don't get flustered. Uh, all right, who's number two? Number two is uh, Chunks' favorite athlete, Tom T Squared Taylor. Who uh, just signed a uh, major contract with uh, Major League Gaming Association or something like that? He's uh, he plays on a four-man team playing Halo 2, and he's won. How like... is he a top athlete? Isn't that he's like really good with like you know playing the games? Mm. Sports stars play games. That's how they make their living. Are we interviewing him tomorrow? Yes. Oh, nice. Anti Matt. Why the hell is Ivan Drago on his list? Yeah, where did where did Ivan Drago come from? Uh, which one is that <laughs> supposed to be? I don't know. I need to jump on that one. Drago. Yeah. I think probably number eight. Whoever Fedor. Fedor Emelianenko, Pride Heavyweight Champion. Uh, he is undefeated. Yeah, and Tom now chunks is mad that I put Tom T. Squared Taylor on. Well, the list. EJ from the wants to know what Jonathan Taylor Thomas is at number two. He's no. not an athlete. <laughs> no. Dirty um, Sanchez in the 386. Christ. Hey, how you doing? I forgot. I forget what number it is, but uh, and he's got a bunch of actors on the list. But Forrest Gump, the marathon runner, he's definitely not an athlete. That's Tom Hanks in the in the in the in an acting role. Come no. on, Tommy. You got to realize that's just Tom Hanks. No, that is not. It's Dean. He wasn't that all-star that could return kicks uh, at Alabama. Oh, perv in the 352. Hey, I know Tom did a lot, but why is he number two on your list? Tom from MySpace. I know no. he created this whole social networking. But... No, it's Tom T Squared Taylor. He plays Halo 2, and he's made like hundreds of thousands of dollars doing it. Tony Danza in the 386. Yeah, I don't know why Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement is number three on the list. I hate yeah. you all. No. Hey, there's a T Squared right there. Tom T Squared Taylor. Halo 2 expert. Oh, boy. All right, and give me number one, Tommy. Let's hear it. Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes hey. in the list. And now. Did someone already say why is Taylor Dane number two? No. no. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Why would she? She's not even. She didn't even play sports. Why would she be on the list? And number one, Tito Jackson. Tito Ortiz. Oh. Tito Santana wow. with a flying forearm at number one. You've made a mockery of my list this week. What? Chucky, what do you got, Chucky? I don't know. Hey, man. He's got number seven. Why did he put Stone Cold Steve Austin in there? No. I mean, Russ Rollins is better than him. No. Uh, why no, sir? Yeah, how come Russ gets left off the list? He was 21. Oh. And a half. Um, I got to go back to that picture of Anna Kornikova. Now, oh, T-Squared. Damn. T-Squared, damn. did he fight with T2? <laughs> No, but I'm sure he'd win if it was in a video game. The T-1000? Because he's a badass athlete. Right, look, Mr. I, Bookman I, in the 407. Now, Tommy, i got to take exception to number eight. Five old Moskowitz was a tiny cartoon <laughs> mouse. <laughs> no. I like the fact that you're giving uh, some props to our, uh, one of my brethren, Tweeto uh, Puente. No. At number one. No. Jimmy Jam. Tito Ortiz. Hey, yeah, I would agree with Tommy on number four with Kimbo Slice. That's awesome, Tommy. He's definitely that wasn't well. He's a decent athlete. Sean, no, that yes, black sir. guy. Go ahead, buddy. 
just wondering how Timmy the Tooth came in at number two. <laughs> Tom Taylor. <laughs> how that dancing tooth that you always see at the uh, Timmy the Tooth. Nice. No. Does Timmy the Tooth play Halo 2? Sometimes. Jewbaggle. What's up, Jewbaggle? It was number two, Rip Taylor. Rip no. Taylor. No, I, no. No. This is... You're just screwing my list up now. Uh, number 18, I understand. Uh, because Who's Harris Bud? Bud? I thought it was Sadie Lou. I don't know why Sadie huh? Lou was on a number 18. She's never done anything athletic. Come on, oh, she Cody. climbs a poles. Mm. Whoa. Your own. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. That was odd. <laughs> we got Bill. That was a little, uh, I don't know. Mo. Bill. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to know why a hairdresser was on there. Uh, Randy Coiffure. Uh, what? <laughs> no. Randy Couture is not a hairdresser. He doesn't even have any hair. It's a hideout, Rover Radio 104.1. Word. Back in the hideout, wrapping up hour three. Tuesday night, 407-916-1041, 888 and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Oh, boy. Dang, a whole bunch of buddies coming up hanging out. Mm-hmm. Heretic Ralph is up here. Um, Giant Brian, the original Heretic. Oh, I know. I went really quickly. Um, I guess there's a Jesus billboard that's causing quite the stir. Because it's Jesus holding a Budweiser in between phrases, Jesus, the king of Jews, and Jesus, the king of beers. Yeah, it's pissing people off. Yeah. Why? I say it's been up there for a week or more. He used to drink wine, right? Actually, I got... I guess apparently some vandals made it and then just went and put it up on a billboard. <laughs> That's funny. I actually got into a fight with some Christian guy that said Jesus didn't uh, drink wine. I, I see it on the on the pictures and everything. No, he didn't drink wine. That was supposed to. I thought it was grape juice. No, it that's represented what, his blood. No, that's what you do at church. Mm. Your non-Catholic churches. It's been so long since I've been. Jesus really drank wine. Yes, didn't he turn water to wine? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. So he was getting high. Yeah, he was getting drunk. That's not high. That's a that's a high. It's an altered state. Jesus got an, went into an altered state. Is he smoking sage, too? Frankincense. What would Jesus drink? Like, if it came to beers? Cold 45. Cold 45. Cold 45. <laughs> Giant such an ass. He was a darker shade than All right. Most yes, I understand. Corona, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does look like Corona, man. Issues? Dos Equis? Ducate? Yeah, oh, so also good, also good. I didn't know he actually drank wine. I, what was it? What was this person trying to tell you? The Christian person. Who, and by the way, I'm surprised you know a Christian person. Wow, I, I got in a fight with him on the on the side of the street one day. It was uh, actually Sauce got it on tape. <laughs> what? Yeah, remember when we were heading over to uh, to Mako's? Dang, I was drunky. Oh, that's right. And they have all those uh, those God fearing people handing out stuff, uh, protesting like, at the I'm corner like, of church and orange. I'm like, why are you uh, why are you protesting people drinking? Jesus drank wine. Why'd you say the other day? That was six months ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Just trying to make it recent. Yeah. Liar. Trying to relate it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It doesn't change the story. I know. You could have said, hey, remember that time? 
back in the day. That is funny, though. I forgot about that. Yeah. They started fighting with him on the Ten Commandments. So what did he say? Because he, he said that Jesus didn't drink wine? Yeah, he said those are just pictures. It doesn't say it in the Bible. Yeah, I, I think it's just a word for word. Right, Chunks? You're a Bible expert. <laughs> God. That's kind of sad. <laughs> Do you know who the new voice of God is going to be? <laughs> Chunks just sat down to put on uh, in, to answer the question, and Tommy just ripped the headphones off him and sat back down. <laughs> Do you know the new voice of God's going to be? Who? We got prizes. We got prizes. Of no course one. we do. I don't know if somebody else already talked about it today, but, you know. What do you mean the new voice of God? There's someone who's a famous actor is going to be the new voice of God. I will give up these, um, man, we got all sorts of tickets. We got uh, the Universal tickets, mm-hmm. UniversalOrlando.com. Uh, visit the new lounge at the Universal City Walk, the Red Coconut Club. And a whole bunch more. We got the one day, two park passes, and also the parking pass. And two, you get qualified for the grand prize um, as well. The new voice. I'll, I'll give you a little hint for those of you calling in 407 916 1041, Black actor. Kevin Spacey. No, it's not Kevin Spacey. All right, until uh, we get these phone screen, because manhole is uh, back there. Hand. Trying to handle. Trying. Do you have do you do you have any issue with it being a black actor? No, not at all. As long as it's a cool one. I don't want Urkel being the uh... Jaleel White. He needs a little work though. Why wouldn't you let Urkel be it? Because it's too big of a role for him. God. He could, yeah, he could take a smaller one. Mike Scrapple says the new voice of God is Roddy James Dio. Darth Vader. No, black it's, man? No, it's not Darth Vader. Darth Maul. Black and red. 407-916-104. Jar Jar. Apparently it's going to be a new audio version of the Up Bible. acting the fool. Oh, come on. <laughs> acting the fool. Um, new audio version of the Bible. Mm. Taped recording of the New Testament will feature other black actors and musicians, but this specific person is going to be the voice uh, of God. Let me go to uh, Trent. Trent, who, did, who is it? There you go, that's the winner, Samuel Jackson. Give that man a prize, J-Dubs. Um, Samuel just uh, finished recording the CD for the new, uh, the CD set of the New Testament. You know what's funny? I've never read the Bible. I've read part of it. But if Sam Jackson is the voice of God, I will listen to it. Yeah, I, I might get that confused with his other scripture work, uh, like snakes on a plane. I think I might get those two confused and really not understand what's going on. Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Do you think that right there probably earned him? Yeah, you know, that in like uh, who the man or whatever that one was, or the man. What? What was that last one he did with uh, Eugene Levy? Oh, God. the man. The man. Yeah. I don't think that body of work helped him. Oh, he'll do anything. Formula 51. He, he's even said it. He said, because... Same with Ice-T. He said, that's why he did, like, uh, three of the uh, the uh, Leprechaun ones. Because he's like, hey, if they're going to pay me this much money, I don't care if the movie's a piece of crap. Here's the thing about Sam Jackson. He had such a tough time breaking in um, to the biz, and he wanted to be an actor so bad that he said he'll never turn down work. Because he remembers what it was like when he couldn't get work. So and you got to think about it too. He is literally that guy who just mm-hmm. won't even 
you know, he'll play uh, the whatchamacallit on Star Wars and then be in a long kiss goodnight with Gina Davis. Just one of the worst pieces of crap ever. Oh, that was such a bad movie. I remember leaving physically ill because it sucked so much. Can you blame him? I wouldn't have integrity in that position if someone was throwing that much money at me. No. People are saying DMX. DMX should have been the voice of God. <laughs> How about ODB? Man, I read an interesting article on him and stuff. He was he was a... I wish I had known a little bit more about him when he was alive so I could have celebrated him. They said he gets so much ass. When he's not in jail. Or dead. Just banging so many chicks. A lot of them, a bag of coke or a, whatever it was. Apparently a lot of them here at Universal. Really? He used to pull a lot of tail when he worked, uh, when he was living down here. Just ma even when he was nobody. Just think, now I'm sure it wasn't always hot. Oh, no. I mean, you get the good with the bad. Because here's the thing. Just like Sam Jackson in his movie roles, you know, you just take what you can get. Sometimes he'll score big. Um, because, you know, anytime a guy says he's had sex with an insane number of people, first of all, you don't believe it. But secondly, too, you know that they don't discriminate. Like, they're willing to get take any ass. Mm -hmm. All right, that would have been funny. EJ from the U says, if Beetlejuice from the Stern Show would have been the voice of God. That's one I would have listened to. You know, I feel like I need to at least hear the Bible. If I'm, I'm never gonna, wrong. I'm never gonna read it, but I think I'll listen to it. I sat through Roots before. I don't, I don't, I have no time for another long, long uh, piece of audio. What does that have audio. to do with the Bible? I, I just sat through one long thing. I'm not doing it again. That's why I can't bring myself to uh, watch Lord of the Rings. What does Roots have to do with anything? It's a long thing, and I, I, that was the last long thing I've ever watched. You know, I still have yet to see Roots. Matt, do you have it? in the Bible. I don't have I've never seen it myself. What? All right. Well, you and I need to go find it. Yeah, then. just watch a few episodes of Reading Rainbow. Can we just watch Glory? <laughs> just, you know, call it quits. All right. Fair enough. You win. Thing. Um, all right. Dubs, who was the greatest sidekick of all time? Me. <laughs> I vote me. Jonathan Brandis. Marty <laughs> You wouldn't call yourself a sidekick. I guess not. A lot of people would. I do. Lackey. <laughs> he makes as much as me. Are you sure about yes. that? Yes. Yes, I do. You're earning it now. Huh? Because you still care. Um, <laughs> so, you, uh, all right, so you say you should be in the top 50. I, seriously, though, who's a great sidekick? Uh, I would say Andy Richter. Yes, Andy Richter was fantastic, and I haven't watched Conan since. Mm -mm. I, well, I watch it still, but I'm just still not as big of a fan as I was. You notice the funny thing about Sidekicks, too? As great as Andy Richter was, he's done basically nothing since. I like the show Andy Richter Controls the Universe. No one else did. Never watched it. just wasn't... It didn't draw me in. Oh! Yeah, we're... Oops, I was on the wrong schedule. <laughs> Never mind. We'll pick this up next. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. We're just talking the greatest sidekicks. EJ from the U had a couple of good ones. Who's he got? Silent Bob. Um, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, he's a. What do you think, uh, Manhole? Silent Bob is awesome. Good choice, EJ.
And Chris Tucker from Friday, Smokey. Ah, that was a good one. How about uh, Stamper in the 407? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Next time I talk to you, it'll be 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'll be calling from the 530. Nice. Oh. I'm one, one week short time. I appreciate the entertainment, guys. Of course. Hey, and the best all-time sidekick aside from Dubs is Barney Fife. Barney Fife definitely uh, fits bully. in there in the top. Um, yeah, Barney Fife is a good one. I wasn't a huge fan of, you know. But he stole the show. You know, he really did when you go back. You know who was off still the... referenced. Was Otis the drunk? Yeah. The town drunk. He was fantastic, too. All right. SL wants Bentley for P. Diddy. Who's Bentley? It's that black guy that follows him around everywhere that dresses oh, real, like, kind of preppy. Ah, yeah. Right. Yeah. How about Mace? Who? Mace? Oh, Mace. Sorry. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes, I think you were thinking of. He was great, too. He was a great sidekick to um, Vaughn, Ricky oh. Vaughn. Major League Wild Two on all the time. You know who's had an interesting career? Omar Epps. Yeah. Because he was, he played Willie Mays Hayes. In two, yeah. He was in the program. Then he's been on ER. He's been on, he's on House now. He's like ahead of Yeah, he's had a very like good career, kind of middle of the road. Who's the guy you guys were talking about during the break? LeVar Burton. Is that his name? Yeah. He's he's one of those guys where he's kind of an interesting career, made a really good living, maybe never a superstar, but people will always know. You know? Bong Swap Matt in the four oh seven. What's up, Bong Swap? Yeah, hey yeah, what about uh Mini Me? I Mini Me was a good little sidekick. I wanted to ask Bong Swap how he did in poker. Are you playing poker earlier? Yeah. Probably uh-huh. lost his ass. No, he's actually pretty... All right, let me say this. How about Snoop to Dre? That, you know, and he's one that went out and was bigger than Dre for a long time there. Snoop is a good sidekick. Yeah. But, what, he was a sidekick for what, one song? One Not album? One album, but that album made him. All right, let me ask you, who are some of the worst, then? If this list has it all taken care of with the top 50... Uh, I'd say meat and apier. No, manhole, you can't be involved. Please. <laughs> How about Piglet from Winnie the Pooh? That's what EJ said. That is a good one. What, the gayest character of all no, time? No, man, not wrong with Piglet. Piglet. Piglet was the biggest mo I ever see. Please. Look at that striped gonna... shirt and no pants. That's gay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know he wasn't wearing pants. No. Oh, wow, you're right. Oops. Nice little sailor pig. I was an idiot. Worst sidekick, Dick Cheney. God, that's a good one. How about Kimmy Gibbler? Actually, President Bush, though, to Dick Cheney. I, what about Gibbler? How, how do you even remember Kimmy Gibbler? Why do you reference Full House so much? <laughs> Who cares? I love that show. Except for that damn Kimmy Gibbler. And always yelling about the, how much they hug over there. Whatever uh, happened to her, the milkman, even evening TV? <laughs> I, uh... Go Gadget says, are you guys going to replay the audio of that crazy lady going off in the telemarketer again tonight? Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we're supposed to play it tonight. We're going to end the show with it. If you missed it last night, we played it probably during the 8 o'clock hour last night. And it was very, very funny. This chick goes nuts. EJ from the U in the 407. What's up, guys? Go. Hey, man, what about uh, Kimosabe? Who? What? From the Long Ranger, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonto. Tonto. 
That's not EJ from the U. <laughs> so he said. People are not calling in as EJ from the U. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put up to the front of the line, I guess. He's calling a different line than EJ calls on, too, which what made me look up, because like, that's line one. What the? Hmm. Huh. All right, how about... That was Jeremy Shockey calling. <laughs> it's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Wow, hour four already. Blown by. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Uh, worst sidekicks, J-Dubs. It was actually just a statement. Worst sidekick is J-Dubs. Huh? 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. You were great in Michigan. <laughs> Don't be bringing up the glory days and making me feel bad. When you had a work ethic. When you were adjusting my Johnson. Mm-hmm. I know the two of us. Now we put in a hearty four and a half hours a day, and that includes the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one break. Here, Dick Ralph is here. Jai Bryant's here. I heard Dubs, what do you want to do this break? I don't care. <laughs> Whatever you want. Spoken like a true professional. Mm-hmm. Well, I can roll with anything. I bring it to the mic. It's true. <laughs> Mike Recca. Luigi? Is that one of the worst sidekicks ever? Him or Tails from Sonic? Oh, Tails sucked. Tails would always get your ass killed. He I... would, or he, he would, uh, you know, because he was, like, uh, supposed to be, like, a, a smart animal, like, where, like, he, he didn't need a second player to use him. He would just be going around with you, killing stuff with you and everything. He'd always steal, like, your one-up or something, or, like, uh, he would uh, break something that you needed to jump on to jump across the uh, the gap. That son of a bitch. All right, people want to know if Matt Stupid Albert tails. would count as uh, worst sidekick. He's third tier. Yeah. I think that's enough, though, to qualify as a sidekick. I'm Otis the Drunk. You're, you're Gunther from Friends. Working the, <laughs> I'm working the central perp. <laughs> Oh, jeez. If only he'd be that good to bring us coffee. <laughs> Connor Landis in the 407. Hey, hey, I was wanting to say Chewbacca's in the worst sidekick. Worst? He oh, might be the best. On. I think you'd, uh, you'd uh, be up on that best list. Well, I didn't realize this, so I had the picture up from Anna Kornikova. Hot, huh? Yeah, but then, doesn't she have the herp? She looks like it every once in a while. It looks like it sprouts up on her, but I don't care. I thought that was a big deal when she was filming a, um, a video with, with uh, Enrique Iglesias. And he wouldn't kiss her because the herp. Of course he wouldn't. She's like the Paris Hilton of the sports world. She, no one really likes her, I don't think. Well, she, she gets around. Well, one thing is she gets like all the uh, like the airtime, but she never wins. So people get jealous of that. There's something to be said for just being hot. Yeah. She doesn't even play anymore, and she still gets press. All right, people say the worst sidekick was Drew Garabo when he and Daniel were together on the old night show. Never heard it. Daniel was the star of that show. Yeah. I right, that's from everything I hear. Jack in the 407. Go ahead, Jack. Jack, go. Hey, what's up, fellas? Go, I buddy. Got two, uh, two good ones, man. Method Man and Red Man. As far as good sidekicks? Yeah, good sidekick, All right. and the other one will be Night Riding Kit. All right, now let me ask you, who was the sidekick in that relationship? Hasselhoff. Was, yeah. it, was it Kit? Or Kit what? ran the show. And what was the name of Hasselhoff? Uh, who was he on Mike. that? Mike? Mike? Michael. Michael Knight, yep, that's right. Michael. Hello, Michael. Very good. And that was, who was that? that Mr. Was Feeney. Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. I always thought that was odd. 
Why? I was I don't know because he was car can't be a principal these days. You're that racist. <laughs> I guess you're right. Go holding the cars down. <laughs> Tracy. Yeah. Go ahead, Tracy. Hey, I think the best sidekick ever was like uh, Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. His sidekick was Psycho Bob. And it was like um, uh, I know think the guy from Cheers did his uh, his voiceover, but it was like Psycho Bob, and he went. Try to kill Bart and all that. I think he's like a good sidekick. Is that cool? Go into more further detail. Ah, Psycho Bob. He had those like big, you know, those big like a uh, uh, rat, uh, like uh, what are they called that black people have? Those uh, oh god, Rastafarian things. <laughs> this is ridiculous. They have those <laughs> those uh, like uh, like braids. It's Psycho Bob, duh. And he did the thing with a little horn in his mouth, and he wanted to kill Bart Simpson. I mean, he was cool. And he, he wanted to, you know, he was cool. It, it was like Krusty's sidekick, because Krusty was too hopped up on drugs, and he couldn't go to a show during the day, so Psycho Bob would, like, take care of it for him. You don't remember that? Hello, duh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Whatever, guys. Come on now. You guys know about The Simpsons, right? Oh, God. I'm just tucking myself into it like a big hole right now, aren't I? Sir? Sorry. Are you guys listening? Oh, you probably cut me off already. I'm sure I said something that dumped my ass. I'm dumped. Bye. I'm sorry. I'm dumped. Er? <laughs> Matt, you got to shut your ass yeah, up, Yeah, when, when we step away, we... When when Dubs gives the uh, wave and the shh, that means let him talk. I didn't see it. Worst sidekick is Matt Albert's glasses. <laughs> Christ Almighty. DJ in the 407. Hey, man, uh, another great one is Norton from the Honeymooners. Yeah. You ever watch Honeymooners, Pepe? I've never seen the Honeymooners. No. That's classic. He was really, really good, man. I don't watch anything black and white. Racist. Well, Stamper. Of course, there's no brown. What do you want? Stamper back in the, uh, in the 407. Hey, I figured I'd hit y'all up one more time. If you're going to flip it to the worst, um, definitely Teller from Penn and Teller. And I got to say, that chick was hopped up on drugs bringing that up. <laughs> best phone call ever. Yeah, that was fantastic. I can't believe she went that long. I, I thought she'd punch out way earlier. I was kind of attracted to her. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there's something kind of cute she about had a, it. She had a mini bunny laugh. Mm hmm. Hey, is her phone number still up on the log? Call her. See if she wants to come up and uh, do, do stuff. Do some logs. Right. Yeah. All right, just really quickly, I don't know if you saw this. It, uh, United States to Israel, you have one more week to blast Hezbollah. So we're giving them a week. What do you mean? I guess. Why, why, why are we calling the shots? Either step out or step in. It's the United States of the world. Apparently. I guess so. We're setting up deadlines for this stuff. Not to get out of Iraq, but we're going to no. tell Israel their deadline for dealing with Hezbollah. Blast them. You got way one to, more week. Way to speed up the process. Bunch of asses. Oh, man, they got a photo on Drudge about Britain braces for all-time record high, hot enough to melt roads, and there's this chick who's walking, and the tar is just <laughs> melting. You can see up her skirt. It's another one of those where you're kind of looking up at the screen because you can almost see your panties. Vibrating machine, new gym craze. What? Um, 
I want that chick to call back now. I want her, Captain Spaulding, and uh, <laughs> Sir Gary to get into a cage match. All at the same time? Are we still uh, sticking with any of these sidekicks? Yeah, of course. All right. You run the show. Dave in the 407. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. <sighs> I prefer Jerry from Tom and Jerry. No, Ren and Stimpy were way better than Tom and Jerry. Never got into it. That was great. Brilliant. It seemed too much like the show that the alternative kids were getting into. And I didn't want to be associated with that crowd. What crowd? You know, cool crowd? Your crowd. Yeah. Cool crowd. Jeff in 352. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? All yep. right. Uh, I got two for you. Uh, first one is uh, Green Lantern and, and Kato. I mean, I mean Green Hornet and Kato. Kato Kalen? Uh, yeah, are you talking Kato Kalen from OJ? No, no, no. Green, the, the Green Hornet and Kato. I'd Who rather you me? talk OJ. That's yeah, me. Kato uh, and OJ. That's a team right there. Could you imagine if you had a guest house, you just had some dude living in it? All right. Manhole. Three silent bobs. No, and they're all A-pluses. We already said that one once. <laughs> you, really? you son of a bitch. Are you serious? Yes. Hold on. He just hung up on him. He just hung up on him. They were both there. He uh, he just hung up on him. Ooh, I, think, but... I think they dropped off on their own. <laughs> Stop has a good one. Hey, what's up? Uh, I think it's going to be Sam from the movie Josh and Sam. Yes, the uh, all-famous movie Josh and Sam. It doesn't exist. It's not real. They had to go to Canada. Fake movie. Real movie. Thanks, Stop. I'd say Ernie Hudson in The Crow. Who? <laughs> Ernie Hudson. What movie he was is the that? police detective. The Crow! It's not a good day to be a bad guy. Never heard of it. I hate you, Matt. <laughs> he really had up three silent bobs. Yes. All right, you know, here, hold on a second. Manhole. He's screening calls. He can't hear you now. Get chunks in there to screen calls. I want to talk to Manhole for a second. Krusty the Clown on the 407. <laughs> Go ahead, Krusty. Uh, Gilligan. <sighs> See? The sidekick. I think Skipper was actually the sidekick in that relationship. Yeah, I, I, I watched a lot of a lot of uh, Gilligan's Island. Yeah, that was a terrible show and racist too. Was it the natives on the island? How about Corky from Life Goes On? Is, would he be the great sidekick? Let me ask you in all honesty. What would be his sidekick? His uh, tongue, big fat thing rolling across the ground. No, the extra chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a chromosome riding shotgun. <laughs> Just in that, that motorcycle, that bitch. Another Gilligan? What's wrong with Manhole tonight? We put Manhole in charge of phones this evening. Because you guys hate Matt Albert, so we're stuck with Manhole. Hey, Manhole. Yeah. Tell me why Clerks is so great. Cinematography. Because I know you put up three silent bobs on there. <laughs> well, it's great. You're really all interested. from A pluses over and over again after you already just, said Silent Bob. Because it's my favorite movie of all time. Okay, but no, tell me why it's great. Because it's funny. First of all, I like to chuckle. It off. It offers. A, it tells you a lot about I like life that stuff. <laughs> what about life? Did you learn from Clerks? Uh, How to follow it, someone else around? You got to take risks yeah, and like you can't life. just shut up. <laughs> Did you just tell me to shut up? I'll punch you in the throat. <laughs> he will. He will. He just All got right. really Sorry. serious. Sorry. <laughs> got carried away. 
Yeah, you did. You will. So what did it? Te- what did clerks teach you about life, manhole? That you know you got to take chances. You can't just you know. You By take working, how, what are the chances they took? They worked they don't, in a mini mart. He learns yeah, that like there's that that. <laughs> I'm gonna talk was, or not? It's like an echo or something. No, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. All right. Well, they get in that big fight, I, and then, man, uh, there's Randall says something to Dante that, that you know I can't say. Can't on the work air. with you like this. He says, uh, "Blank or get off the pot." And uh, it's it's something. And then there's that girl in the bathroom. All right, I'm done. <laughs> he just gives up. But why? Now in the new one, it looks like he's working at a food place. Yeah, because uh, Dante burns down grow up at some point. The convenience store. An so, accident. And they so work at movies. I will talk real quick uh, now. They work at the restaurant. I will talk about the dog and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> the one with the I mean, golden calf. Feel my sideburns. <laughs> so who's your favorite director of all time, Manhole? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. What about Kevin Smith makes you like is He's got it just, a juicy butt. <laughs> other than his sexual appeal, what what about Kevin Sideburns? Because he's just a regular he's guy. Like a guy he's... that grew up in Jersey. Alright. <laughs> he has Ben Affleck. Now do you want to try to book Kevin Smith for the show? Uh sure, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah, he, I know he's looking for uh interviews and stuff because he's promoting the movies. Yeah, so. Movie clerks too coming I'll out. Try Friday. To hook it up. Now uh other than clerks, favorite Kevin Smith movie. Chasing Amy. Chasing yep. Amy. <laughs> Aren't you a film major? Yeah. And so you're you're one of the I don't know, three million, four million film majors, uh, thanks to clerks. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, be it, different for not me. Not just thanks to clerks, because it's kind of a cliche right. where everyone, you know, they they saw clerks and then they wanted to go make a low budget movie, right? But I've got a no. handy cam. No, I want, I've always wanted to make movies before before I even saw yeah. clerks when I was a little kid. So that's why I'm working on radio. <laughs> Have you seen Vulgar? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, I watched it a lot with a dude friend. Dubs turned me on to Vulgar. He's like, dude, you gotta watch this. I was turned this. on too during it. You guys see Pretty Cloud crazy. Rape. Yeah, just for that, and so I ran it. I'm like, oh my god, this is disturbing. <laughs> Did you do you like Clown Right? Yeah, a lot. Uh, that movie. Was I watch right. it with my girlfriend a lot. Do you make her put on clown makeup? Yeah, and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her you're my silent now, Bob. Oh. But I'm looking at Kevin. Do you ever make your chick put on a trench coat and a backwards hat? Yes. No, I, no, I All don't. All the time. No, I don't. <laughs> Which is are you it? arguing with yourself? What are you doing? Yes, I am. All right, so... <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> He's getting so upset. So, Manhole, do you have any yes. ideas for movies? Because I know you want to be a director when you grow up. Why don't you ask Tommy Bateman? He's talking for me anyway. What the hell he can answer all the about? questions. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting so pissed. Tommy's, all. <laughs> Tommy's our director. He's handling the talk and roll controls. We're He's having got, a conversation. He's got a lot of buttons to push and everything back there. He's not talking. Oh. So, your ideal movie, what would it be? I don't know. Just, you know, something you've had rolling around in your head for a while. Um. 
There's two guys outside the convenience spot. store. <laughs> and it, like, follows clerks inside. That's clerks, manhole. No, but I, I thought it up. <clears throat> My mom said I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to go to the midnight showing Thursday night of clerks, too? or <clears throat> I don't know if there is one. I there is a go, yeah. but... I don't know if there is Point one, steak, but if there is, then I will pants. go. You know that if you had come in on Monday night last night, we had tickets to go see the, the preview of Clerks for last night. Really? Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know. So how's the job going over at Steak and Shake? Shakerific. It's going, it's going pretty good. I worked yesterday. Oh, so that's why you wouldn't have been able to go. Yeah. Which Steak and Shake do you work at? The one in Oviedo. <laughs> The one in Oviedo. Don't repeat yourself. We heard you the first time. The one in Oviedo. <laughs> the one in Oviedo. <laughs> You're doing a good job on the phones, manhole. Yes. Silent Bob. <laughs> I know. You put it up three times. Gilligan. Two Gilligan. Times. So Gilligan. still up there. <laughs> Silent Bob. Silent Bob. So manhole, what's uh, what are your big plans? Silent Bob. <laughs> what's that? What are your big plans for the weekend? Make out with Silent Bob? Um, I don't really have any yet. Besides seeing Clerks too. How many times do you think you'll see it this weekend? A sixty two um. billion. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not I'm not Just say billion for me real quick. Billion. It's <laughs> <laughs> the hideout real radio one oh four point one. Alright, welcome back into the hideout. We'll uh, play that crazy telemarketer uh phone call in just a bit. Um first though, I just I wanted to chat with Manhole just for another second. Uh, I guess there's a intern. secret going around. No, there's no secret. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, you know, Giant Brian had an observation of, man, Manhole's really high strung. Mm-hmm. Higher than a drum. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, why is he, you know, was he the cool kid in school? He couldn't handle the uh, the Tommy thing. Yeah, he's really getting pissed off about Tommy uh, screwing with him. <clears throat> What happened, Manhole? Why does that bother you so much? None, none of the other things you make fun of me, you know, bothers me, like the sideburns or any, anything like that I can deal with. But that's just, like, the one thing that I got picked on, like, when I was in high school and stuff. What? what the, the voice? Yeah. So you haven't worked to change it or anything? I, I, I don't know how to change it. <laughs> I mean, I can't change my voice. Grow a pair. Do you want us to help you change your voice? Because we can. We've, uh, we've Smoking. We've done it before. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Lucky strikes. <laughs> Give me some voice lessons. All right, we'll work on this for tomorrow's show, because I don't know if we can get it out tonight. Are there any phrases we need him to repeat? Tommy, you probably have some phrases back there that he probably needs to repeat. I got one. Penis, penis, give me penis. All right. Go ahead. Penis, penis, give me penis. <laughs> Go <on. laughs> What was the laugh? What was that at the end? <laughs> Alright, what was the secret that you didn't want us to know? Matt, Matt, I just told you. You just said it. Oh, that this voice was what you got picked on for? Yeah. That was a big secret? Yep. So, how like how bad would people pick on you? Um... Just like, just like imitate me and stuff. Like just pretty much the same thing he was just doing. But all the time and never stop. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't all of high school. It was just like one There's small little time, one small period of time. Mm. Mm. When you became a woman? Yes. No. 
Yes. <laughs> so who would do this to you? What like what activities did you do when you were in high school? Uh, I was on drumline, oh, sitting around. Drumline. Yeah. Alrighty. That was the only and I banged TV ever. productions. Okay. Yeah. Were you popular in school? Were you like in the honors classes? No, no. Uh, I was in honors classes, but I wasn't wasn't that popular. Didn't play any sports. Speech and debate. I played water polo my freshman year. Water sports a lot. <laughs> what high school did you go to? Um, Beverly Hills, Was it around here? Yeah. Okay. A lot of your friends from high school they know you're on the radio. I have no friends. Um, hopefully not. <laughs> what, when did you graduate? Uh, a year ago. I look like Vicky from Small Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about your girlfriend? Does she make fun of your voice? No. She changes my batteries. No, nobody has in a, in a long time, so now it's like coming it, back. In a long time being a year? No, well, this is like the beginning. This is like my freshman and sophomore year, so. Mr. Man up in the 407. Yeah, I want to talk to Manhole. Manhole. Go ahead. What do you want? Hey, man up, little bitch. Okay. Mr. Man up wants you to man up, bitch. All right. I'm, I'm manning up. Why does he come down here? I'll kick his face in. Why don't you uh, calm down there, manhole? Don't threaten the <laughs> listeners. Why don't you talk gangster? Can you do that? How's that sound? Yo, what's up? <laughs> wow. You know, he's BJ. Yeah. There's a little BJ to him, by Curious BJ. If BJ comes to town, I'll rat-a-tat-tat on his ass. <laughs> uh, you're getting it. You're getting the cold gangster thing. Yeah. That really bums you, huh, manhole? No, it's a fine. Bit, a little bit. <laughs> so, so, but you haven't done anything? You figure, hey, the way I'm going to get back is by watching Clerks a trillion times? Yo, boy, you know what I be speaking about. <laughs> Silent Bob. We know. You put it up three times. Tracy. Hey. What's up, Tracy? Are you guys stinky or what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he sounds like you're stinky. Are you guys all together? What do you want to... Uh, I'd like to talk to you guys. Go ahead, talk. Oh, well, well, crap. I don't know what... Well, well, well there's a lot of things I'd like to talk about. Especially, like, uh, if, um, you know, my you know, my friend is gone for, like, two weeks, and I... I have to like resort to buy new batteries, and I could tell you the best batteries that there is there is on the market. They're the Sony batteries. They put them in the little uh, the little uh, it's called the pocket rocket. I'm sure you guys know what that is, right? Oh, well, whatever. There, it, it's a really good thing. It's a really good thing to have and to hold, and you can like put it in your pants. And if somebody like looks at you, they can push a little remote control, and you could like ah. Oh, just like that, right there, and I could I could circle one off in like two minutes, and I'm not kidding. Oh, all right, hold on, I can't do it anymore. I've cut shit. No, no, no. She's on hold. I put her on hold. I want to talk to her for a second. All right, I, I dumped one thing in there. Oh, so. did you? All right, we'll put her on hold. Tell her to hold on. Yeah, I got it. Now I'm actually kind of intrigued. Tracy, to... hold on. We'll be right back with you. Her stupid mumbling and bumbling actually something in there was kind of interesting. Really. Yeah. Hmm. Now, ah! now I'm a bit fascinated. And did she not sound like the female manhole for a second there, too? Yeah. Vicky. <laughs> manhole, you seem really dejected tonight. No, it's cool. No, it's cool. 
All right, let's go back to Tracy. Tracy. Yeah, let's go back to Tracy. Tracy. Now let's go yeah. back to Tracy. Were you talking that whole time? Yes, I was. <laughs> all right, shut up for a second, I'm all right? I'm filibustering. I'm sorry. What? Um, No, that's fine. All right, so what do you look like? I, I'm... Oh, my God. Well, I, I, I went from platinum blonde to uh, blue-black hair right now. My hair is jet black. Wonderful. Are you 42? I'm sorry? Are How you, old are you? Are you 42? No, I'm not. I'm 35, but way hot. I'm sure. And everybody at the office thinks that I'm, like, 24. Okay. Because my birthday is today. My birthday's in two hours. But um, um, my birthday's tomorrow, but it's in, like, an hour, or two hours and a half. Are so. you drinking tonight? Yes, I am. Would you uh, like to come up here to the hideout tomorrow and have some drinks and bring <laughs> up your, your pocket rocket? Oh, yeah. Um, will you have batteries, like... Yeah, oh, of I'm course. On. Yeah, well, we'll have, get the batteries. Uh, batteries on premises. All right, here's the thing. We will provide the batteries if you provide the toy and the alcohol. Okay, okay. I could provide Rubbing, the toy and the alcohol. Rubbing, because I'm sure the whole be, studio no, will need it. It's going to be those Sony batteries, because those are the ones that make it vibrate major like. All right, hold yeah. on. Those great uh, Sony batteries. Hold on a second, okay? Okay. All right, sure. ch ch hold on. Chunks, okay. get her info. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Hold on, Mr. Burns. <laughs> Uh, Chunks, yeah. get, her, silly. get her info <laughs> and book her for tomorrow night to come up on the show. Yeah, we have it. You guys are retarded. We, we have it. She, it's actually the same girl. This, oh, Christ. This is who we're going to... Son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. It, it's going to be almost... All right, who, who's making a call? Who's in the back calling in? <laughs> no one. All right. What? I have nobody either. <laughs> I'm sure. Shocker. Just my pocket rocket. Oh, it's okay, though. Are you using it now? No, but I can. All right, try but My it. batteries, like, suck. I got those stupid Panasonic ones we oh, got yeah. at the dollar store. They're no good. Go get them. Go right. get it. Uh, put, her on hold. Store All right, put her on Thanks. hold for two seconds. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Those batteries suck. Anyway, hey guys, are you there? Yeah. Oh, my hand hold.
You guys are hot. You're freaking, you're freaking me out right now. I know. I hope you die of AIDS. You guys are strange. You guys are like totally strange right now. No, you're not hot. You're strange. Maybe in a hot way though. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Your passion's like a shaped swirl. And what are you doing? About to punch you in the face. You want to punch me in the face? Yeah. Like a donkey punch in the face? Like a donkey punch? Like a... That's like really gross, but I don't know. If I get liquored up enough. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. You guys are retarded. Are you guys recording this? I think there's something going on there between all you guys. I don't even know what's going on, but you, you all sound a little bit strange. And that's why I like listening to your show, because you're all a bunch of freaks. Freak? Freak show. You guys are freaks. Freak show. Oh my god! I can hear myself on the freaking radio. This is so retarded. Oh my god! I sound I sound like a fat girl or something. Yeah, my voice sounds like I'm a fat chick or something. Listen to me, I sound or like a valley girl from like Hello 1986 called. They want their voice back. Listen to me, I sound like such a doofus. Anyway, you guys suck. Are you recording? Oh my god! Whatever, you know. Go. Get, you know what? You know what? You guys like do the elephant walk on yourselves, okay? And have a nice night. Aww. <laughs> what happened, we retard? Got, we got, you listen, We offended her without saying a word. I know. She listened to herself and realized how much of a dumbass she is. <laughs> and she got pissed off over it. The Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Alright, Cubs, let's finish it. Another stellar show in the books. We'll end it up with um, our last call from Tracy. Wonderful young lady. Uh, RealRadio.fm, HideoutHeretics.net. J-Dubs. This is something we played yesterday during the 8 o'clock hour. I want to play it for those of you who uh, don't get a chance, maybe missed it, maybe listen uh, later on at night during your commute. Um, Dub, set this up, this uh, telemarketer. <clears throat> well, this telemarketer, uh, well, this lady, she calls a telemarketer back that called her. She has an unlisted number, and she was very upset about this. Uh, and she yells at this man. In, in, with the insane pitches uh, dropping uh, that she's uh, talking to her lawyer that the cops are listening in on this and that what he does being a telemarketer is worse than rape. All right, very cool. Here we go. Well, in terms my house has been broken into, I need to talk to your lawyer. I just called my lawyer. What, what state are you from, ma'am? It doesn't make any difference. I, you don't get to ask me any questions. I was just abused. I can call you any square name. I need your first and last name. And believe me, um, you, you, there are consequences. It was to the point where I actually had a, 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 an appendix rupture mm-hmm. because of telemarketing calls. But it doesn't matter what state is illegal, you are a rat or you're a hater, her life is I need your first and last name. The police are listening. Okay. My name's Alex. What's your last name? I don't give my last name. You, you called my house, Alex! <laughs> then let me talk to your supervisor. The oh. police are ready. 
Okay, I actually am a supervisor here. I can help you. You broke a law. You did a, a felony arrest. You called my number. Oh! People died because my answer machine is full. What, what motion is that, that, that screaming? I can't even make that noise. I can't even begin to make that noise. We figured out this probably lady probably looks like the Jesus warrior lady from Shading mm. Spouses. Or Hooch. I used to be an EMP. People died because my answering machine was full. You don't have to give your last name, Alex. Not if I don't want to. You shut up. Okay, so what's that? Are the police really listening in on this? What? Are the police really So they want me to get you. You bet. Wait, you can hear it in a minute. You can hear the click. You guys? I heard a click. <laughs> okay. Okay? You call people's houses? Mm -hmm. And by the way, we fully abide by the do not call list rule. We are all on it. You cannot call anybody. And, and what are you talking about? But you call. <laughs> Alice, I need to know, what, what is your tax number? Yeah, and, and, and we, Alice, here's what we do, the organization I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. uh, I know uh, three people have died, literally. We will find out who all your female relatives are, and they will never, ever be off any list. Do you understand? We will find out who, like, Alex is. We can call with your female relatives, and then we will go to your teachers. Your taxes will be audited every single year for the rest of your life. It will not even be a smidgen of the pain that oh, you that, cause that by your telemarketing. Me. You nasty son of a bitch. You are a murderer. You're a hater. You're a life destroyer. If every telemarketer could call every number, there could not be private phone calls. People... People have hernias of luxury, people's appendixes, people cannot call their ambulances. You, you are worse than any terrorist. And we will find out. I will, I will go to my lawyer, the police. I think he walks outside. We will fight out you. <laughs> what did she do there? I, I think she uh, is still trying to run with the gimmick that the cops are there. And she like kind of made a, okay, they're, they're outside again. I got you. Wants to know where's this audio? Um, do you remember where you found it? Uh, it's on one of those you're the man dog sites. It's crazy telemarketer lady dot ymtd or whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. Go to my lawyer, the police. I think he walked outside. We will fight out you and your family, and you will. Every, you will be on every telemarketing list in the world. That sounds like you will, you will be on every, you will, your phone will never stop ringing. That you will be, exactly. Your taxes will be audited, and your children's teachers will know what you have done. Are you sure? You are a life destroyer. You are a terrorist. You are a murderer. You are a life destroyer. You are a nasty human being. You deserve every pain known to man. If we find out your last name, there will be charges brought. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Every year for the rest of your life, you and your family's taxes will be audited. That sounds like a threat to me. <laughs> <laughs> this lady is out of control, and this guy is just egging her on the whole time. Bug nut in the 407. Guys, I can't believe nobody said anything. She sounds just like the, uh, the dude's mom from uh, Detroit Rock City. <laughs> Do you remember that movie, F.A.? Did you ever watch that? Uh, yes. God, it was so long ago, though. I don't really remember. Yeah. All right, we're going to post a link on the website, realradio.fm. So look for that in the next time. Let me know when you get the link up for this audio. 
And Kay Mike brought it up an interesting point last night where she talks about all the awful things. He's a rapist. He's a murderer. He's this, that, and the other. Mm. So we're going to audit your taxes. <laughs> That's how we're going to get back at you. Audit your taxes. I'm depressed in which case I'm glad that is a felony. That is a felony. My house has been broken into. And yeah, it's a threat. It's a legal threat. Compare what you've done to us. That we will have your taxes audited? You're a lying, cruel, um, uh, you're, you're a lying, cruel criminal. Okay. And then, you're, and then all of your family will be on every call list. Is it an interest that you consider that a threat? I don't. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. This is a lady who has called back a telemarketer, just angry. Um, she starts threatening him back, and then he decides he's just going to start screwing with her. The link is up in the What's New section. Nice. On realradio.fm. And also check out my top 20 list. Before we get back into it, here's Jimmy in the 407. Jimmy, go. Hey, uh, I worked for a local cable company mm-hmm. that uh, uh, provides cable in the area. And I worked the overnight shifts. We had people calling like this at least twice a night. Really? For the overnight shifts, yes. It was it was crazy. We had people uh, calling drunk, and it, it, was, Would you guys... it was half of our entertainment. You, yeah, so I was going to wonder, were you guys just sitting there laughing your ass off? Yes, on back the other this? side, on the other side, we're, we're I mean, we're, we got to obviously keep a professional tone. Yeah. But it, it, at sometimes it becomes a, a, a contest almost to see what we can get them to say. <laughs> and uh, I love you it. Know, what you know, if you're if you're taking so few calls or anything like this, this is half of your entertainment. All right, that's all. You can even hear the guy start playing toward that. And Dubs, this is you and I, and we were working overnight at a music station. Yeah, you just try to get people going. We'd love, and then we just, and then Dubs and I would actually air it. We'd go back and air all eight minutes. Yeah, and then we just edit it up to make them sound even worse than air it. Never be able to have a normal listed phone number ever. Okay. That's okay with you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, do you have any grandmothers? Sure. They will never, ever, ever be able to have a normal phone number. That's okay to, with you? She's just yeah. trying to fight something. You don't care. They'll get called every five or ten minutes, every 20, uh, 25 hours a day? I already do. And you think that's okay? It doesn't bother me, ma'am. So, then you're an abuser. Okay, so, so, <laughs> you, so do you ignore it? What do your children do? No, if I hear the pause from the predictive dialer, I would just hang up if I don't feel like that. So you, so you, have to, so you cannot have, so before, what if you're eating dinner or going to the bathroom? You have to get up or do you take the phone to the table so you hear the pause and hang up? You know, if I wasn't able to get to the phone, I'd just let it ring and if it's important, they'll ring. No, so you don't, oh my God, you would be, so your family left the phone ring the whole time? You son of a bitch, what an abuse of, oh, so you never have conversations, you never listen to music, you never watch movies, you never talk because the phone is ringing all the time? You're lying, you son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. By the way, stay tuned for the gang rape reference. Yeah. Yeah. The the rape and gang rape. You're a son of a bitch. Son of a. You're. So are you saying now? I'm I'm getting it calmed down. So you're saying that if where you live, the phone never stops ringing, and that's okay with you? Okay. You're right. She's totally running to the gimmicks. Now don't and. 
she's talking about the cops and they know. But, like, she's acting, I guess, the cops are in the room with her. Yeah, listening. And, like, any cop would let a woman act like this, or a lawyer would would advise a woman to call and, and do this. You can tell how crazy she is by all the spittle in her mouth. Yeah. You know, like a rabid dog. She really is. That, that is one reason um, we can have uh, social services go to your home. I hope they play this tape in court someday, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> It won't go to court, but it will go to your superiors. Okay. And we certainly are calling um, and asking about any Alex. And if you're laughing, that there, uh, we have a list here. If you don't know this date, that is odd. I am very blessed. We have a list here of deaths because of calls. Mm -hmm. I okay? Would, I would think that you'd have a hard time proving that, but okay. Oh, I'm not saying that have already been called. I mean, that have already gone to court. People who have died. People who could not get to ambulances. People who had miscarriages. People who could not dial 911. People who could not sleep all night because of the calls. In our state, we take them to court, you bet. All right, hold on. Again, for those of uh, you who uh, also listen to the Rod Fesh Show and XM, Mrs. Paulo right here. Yeah. People who could not get to ambulances. People who had miscarriages. People who could not dial 911. People who could not sleep all night because of the calls. In our state, we take them to court, you bet. Mm -hmm. And you're laughing? So you're saying your phone never stops ringing and your family doesn't care? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, your wife will leave you, believe me. I'm not married. <laughs> but you have, oh, so what was this about the children don't care? Just scroll over there, so fantastic. <laughs> all right, Muffin says, my... My dad's a cop, and the cops would tell this lady to blank off and get alive. Hey, uh, hold on. Uh, I think someone wants to talk to this chick. Okay. Tracy, do you want to talk to this chick? Tracy. Hey. Hey, what's up? What is up with that freak on the phone? I don't know. Why don't you talk to her? Um, is she, um, I'm sure she's like some kind of like an EMT lesbian or something. Yeah, turn down your radio, okay? Oh, for sure. I know, for real. Tracy, do you want to talk to this chick? Okay, got it. All right, do you, want to, do you want to talk to this lady? Well, I, I would like to say right, mm, that I love your show. So you're, you're there with your but, uh, All right, Dubs, I know what you're trying to do. It's not going to work. At this <laughs> no, it's not going to. Oh, what, you heard that second, that sound? What's that, that sound? Why you said that? Is that why you uh, did that? You, you cut me off, right? No, What no. sound did you make? That sound. <laughs> I was licking my finger. Is she naked right now? I just put some cheese on my fingers. I'm trying to lick my fingers, get the cheese out of there, so when I go to bed, that my all my blankets won't be all full of cheese when I'm sleeping. I'm sure they are already. Uh, right on right. the bottom. Just like your undies. No, my cheese, though. All oh, right, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Good enough. <laughs> Let's finish this phone call. Aaron at 863. Hey, man. Great show tonight, guys. Thank, thank you, buddy. Great. I'm dying. I almost crashed my car listening to this lady. She's psycho. Yeah. Uh, well, you haven't got to the best part yet. Yeah. We're going to do that right now. Yeah, stay tuned for the gang rape reference. So you're, you're there with your children? You were lying about that? I never said I had children. I said that you have a family. Yeah, and you said yes. I was scared that the phone 
brings every day. We just don't answer it. Everybody has a family, ma'am. I mean, there's not just the children. So you're you laughed at me and ridiculed me? I'm not laughing at you, ma'am. I'd like to hear this played back in court. I'm supposed to say, well, you're... I'm, actually supposed to, I'm actually supposed to get your last name and call the police. Well, you don't ever call a human being. Well, and so if we had to call and block every number, then we would have to do that every 10 minutes. You are sick. You are a terrorist. Okay. You are a rapist. You are a, a rapist. That's, you that's a, a pretty, that's you. a pretty harsh accusation. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? What you are doing? I have a girlfriend who is gang raped. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel marketing calls me actually move. It's much worse. It's much more of an invasion and more. Who said that hotel marketing? Oh, I say I want to rewind it once again to listen to that. Are you kidding? What you are doing? I have a girlfriend who is gang raped. <laughs> That her telemarketing calls me actually move. It's much worse. It's much more of an invasion and more permanent pain, more life destruction, more permanent life destruction, home destruction, life destruction. We cannot win. Yes, are you kidding that you don't compare yourself with rape? Here in the state, and I'm afraid to give the state level. We, and, and when it went to court, it was compared to um, the level of use of the person, person is unconscious and permanently damaged. Mm -hmm. It was compared to that level of physical abuse, and that brought it up to a first-class felony. You sick SOB. And you're laughing at me? No, that was in our legislature. It is so life-destroying that people cannot function. Uh, for those of you just touching it, this lady's talking about telemarketing phone calls. Yes, uh, she's not really describing anything that is that harmful. Actually, it's annoying, but not like rape. Or in their workplace, or sleeping. You are a hurter here, life destroyer. Every breath, you are you are worse than anything we're fighting in Iraq. You are an abuser. You are a hater. You're worse than the Muslims. You're worse than the mass graves. I, I understand. I'll find out who the Alex is, who works all the way down to the work for your company. You will all be audited in effect and be on every phone list in effect. She has that kind of power. You nasty. You hurt people for a living. You ruin their life. You ruin a whole <laughs> and then he hangs up on her. Who do you think she's talking about? Like her mom or something? Because you know all that anger is referenced to somebody else. Like her neighbor, someone who stepped on her lawn too much. Yeah, there's a lot of pent-up aggression right Our there. Our L-Trader says, imagine her on her period. <laughs> I doubt she gets one anymore. All right. I guarantee she probably has a menopause mustache. Oh, I'm sure. That's probably not too far off when you think about it. Runs up to her belly button. <laughs> Aww. All right, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, middays, Philip Swale in the afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Royal Radio. Be somebody always talk good. Stay classy. And all that other good stuff. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on the floor. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes.
be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.